I saw a tweet from Seth MacFarlane earlier. He said that he was basically saying the reason why we can't reach the far right is because Disney said that the Muppets were racist. And I'm like, I mean, I guess it's kind of bad that Disney is saying the Muppets are racist. I have no idea what that has to do with the far right. However, um, like, wouldn't they like that the Muppets are racist? It didn't seem to make a whole lot of sense. And the other thing, too, is that Seth MacFarlane, I appreciate that he's called out cancel culture. He's pretty much like Brian Griffin in his own Family Guy show, like an insufferable liberal. But uh, he, he, he does use Family Guy to complain about cancel culture. I got to say, Family Guy, though, is probably like the most racist show on TV, like making overt racist jokes all the time. And for some reason, and I'm, I'm, I'm not... I'll just say, like, for some reason, the left doesn't go after it. Maybe it's because Seth MacFarlane is staunchly liberal and, and anti-Trump and pro-Biden that he gets a pass. But that represents, I guess, the problem with the double standard. I guess the big issue here, we'll talk about this, all this different cultural mm-hmm. stuff, is the Muppets are racist. It's important that you know this. You shouldn't watch them. And if you do, you should know that you're a bad person. Oh. We'll talk about that and a bunch of other things, too. Uh, look, we got a bunch of political news. Coca-Cola was telling people not to, to, to be less white. I don't know exactly what they're trying to imply. Like, I don't know. What, do you, what does that mean? Do you like put on bronzer or something? That's not, not okay either. Nope. So I don't know what they want people to do. But I guess in the curriculum they're teaching people, they were saying that being white is also being arrogant and ignorant at the same time. So sounds like they're racist. We'll talk about that. And we got some other political stuff. Uh, Cuomo apparently is issuing mafioso-like threats to everybody now as he burns down in flames over having killed 13,000 people in nursing homes. And everyone is turning on him. The reports now that he's issuing threats and people are saying it's like gangster level stuff. Look into that. We're being joined today by some random Australian woman who for some reason is in my studio, Sydney Watson. <laughs> I love this. Can this be like a new thing? <laughs> I get some like good intros, but this is probably my favorite random Australian woman. Yes, yes. random Australian woman. <laughs> Tell me, why are you here? Um, because I'm, I don't know, why, why am I in the US or why am I in your house? Why are you in my house? <laughs> Look, I think it's a, it's a really long story. Basically, I got on a plane and then I was like, I'm going to stalk and harass Tim. That's what I want to do today. That's, yeah, we caught her. Imagine, we caught yeah. her outside hiding under one of the cars with a few mm, of the cats. I was trying to just like spoon Vegemite into my mouth while I like screamed. <laughs> no, but you live in Texas. Yeah, I do. I live in Texas. I yeah. live in the U.S. Yeah, but you're also American, right? Yeah, well, I'm, a, so, I'm a citizen. I'm a dual citizen. For those that aren't familiar, you're actually a YouTuber with a pretty big channel. Yeah. yeah so do you yeah. want to just moderate, actually introduce moderate channel? Yeah. So I mean, I'm a I'm an Australian American conservative libertarian esque political commentator that makes YouTube videos and complains on the internet a whole lot. Hey, excellent. We complain yeah, on the internet, too. too. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be it's great. Like my, it's like my MO. Right on. We'll do that. We got Luke here. He also complains on the internet. Uh, <laughs> constructively criticize, I think, is a, is a more fair term. I mean, it's crazy out there. They're going after the Muppets. I heard that the Coca-Cola... <laughs> going after the Muppets. Going after yeah, the, the Coca-Cola white polar bear had an identity crisis right? today. It's, it's bad. It's bad. So uh, I'm, I'm following all of it. I'm also tweeting about it on twitter.com forward slash Luke, we are change. And if you want to support me, you could also support my voluntary efforts on Venmo and Cash App under Luke, we are change. And because you do, I'm here. So thanks so much for having me. We got Ian chilling. Crossland in the house. What up, dog? Uh, Sydney, I'm glad you're hearing from Texas because I want to hear about what it's been like this last week. Do you mean with the freezing cold yeah. weather? Just being, yeah, no, it was, um, it was actually really, really not pleasant. It wasn't my favorite experience in the whole world. I didn't have power for power heating and water really for about 
two, three-ish days, which I know sounds completely, you know, some people be like, oh, boohoo, but when it's minus 14 degrees Celsius, I don't know what it is in your made-up numbers, but <laughs> it, in Celsius, it was so cold that I, you know, you're standing in your, in your own house and your hands are pink and you mm. can't feel them. It was don't, don't, awful. Don't give me that. Yeah. Our our Fahrenheit system makes perfect sense. We, boiling you, point yeah, we is speak what, American two, here, yeah. man. What's, what's mm. boiling point? Is it 216? Uh, 212? Yeah, 212? Sense. And, is, and freezing is 32. It makes, makes perfect, perfect sense. sense. What the heck? Okay, everything that we do starts and ends with zero and hundreds That's and so tens. Smart. Like it's it's just very That's uniform. So do you, you guys use are metric like, time? Is this what is I that? I didn't think so. What is you see, oh, your okay. system makes you know, no sense because you selectively do numbers. The way you get from Celsius to Fahrenheit is you add eighteen and then multiply it by one point eight. Is that right? Yeah, I don't right. know, but I do know at minus forty four they become the same. Oh. Yeah, that's true. That's actually true. Because people were like basically um, hanging crap on me and they were saying, Sydney, you're a big crybaby. Because it doesn't snow in Australia. I'm mm -hmm. sorry. I have never experienced minus 14 degree weather. It's, I've ne never in my life, except when I've been in the US. That's the only time. What was it like having no water? Um, it's, it, it's not the fact that we had no water. You just have to boil it because they turned off the electricity at the, don't quote me on this, not the sewage plants, but the water distributing Reclamation, people. maybe? Whatever it was. I mean, I'm not, I'm not an expert at that sort of stuff. Chlorination. But they, yeah. So apparently all the water now had like salmonella and E. coli and yada, yada. Jeez. So you have to boil all that, but you can't boil it because you've got no, no electricity because nothing's gas. So, uh, it was, it was great, guys. The roads you, were like, super fun. Hunt rabbits in your backyard? I did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I lured them. I was like, come here, come on. You can't eat, rabbit. you can't sustain off of rabbit alone because they have no fat. It's called rabbit starvation. How do you know that? You I was reading about Venezuela. Yeah. And they were talking about how people were trying to breed rabbits for food because they reproduce so quickly and they eat grass. But people actually start dying from it. Actually, I think that happened in Venezuela. Mm. The rabbit starvation, yeah, I think it happened once. Exactly. No, maybe I'm thinking of a different, different country, but that's like a big thing they talk about. People think you can do it, you can't. Hmm. But I, I think it's interesting. So, wait, are you you were in like a big, you're in a big city. Yeah, I live in Dallas Fort, like Dallas Fort Worth area. Yeah. So like you're, it's it's it it's apocalyptic when you're in a city and this stuff happens because you can't go hunt. Nope. You can't go to a river for water. Nope. You beg the government or you run, huh? Well, it's and then like, I think this is a thing that people didn't realize because I had a couple friends who live in the UK who were in the cold, and it's been super cold in the UK, and they're like, Sydney, it's just a bit of snow. I get it. Like, that's definitely a perspective to have. But you're you're in a situation where you can't drive on the roads because they're just covered in snow yeah. and ice because no one, you know, no, no one in Texas is I thought everyone in Texas had a pickup truck. Um, they do. And horses. And they you could, just, the horses could just run. On, in the snow? On the ice as yeah. well? Yeah. yeah. Is that a th And they, they could drift. That? The horses like power slide. <laughs> oh, okay. This is not a thing. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> it was just crap. You know, everything was closed down. You, I mean, look, when you go into the supermarkets, there's no food. People are panic buying. It was just a complete mess. I, I wouldn't recommend was it. Was the vegan food? Yeah. The vegan food's also was there. It, was it available? I went in yesterday and yeah, in the meat section, there was only vegan meat. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, hmm, <laughs> yeah. do I I'd buy it? It's mm. not that bad. You don't like Bill Gates's, you know, food? Oh, what, Bill his, Gates is huge in the industry meat? of creating yes. fake fake meat. Yep. He invested a ton of it, and now the mainstream media is running great uh, puff pieces about how wonderful it is to eat fake meat. Hey, Listen. hey, hey! I think the vegan food's good. I, I mean, I, buy it. I just More don't like me? it when they call it chicken and when they call it meat, like honey. Well, no, 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 it's not chicken. They call it like chicken and like like <laughs> yeah. racist. Jiggin. Yeah, Pretty careful now. I don't know. Yeah, and like, uh, uh, what do they call? Furky. They don't call them boneless. They call them wangs. With a w a y? and oh, yeah, G Z or whatever, yeah. because you can't legally call it chicken or whatever. 
Because it's not. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not. not. <laughs> I love it when you, you go to like get a burger and they'd be like, oh, it's, a, it's you know, it's a, a vegan burger. chicken burger. And I'm going, no, it's not. This, yeah. this is the antithesis of that. Different, this is yeah. vegetables, meat and vegetables, completely different entities. Can we not? Yeah. Have you so, had the, the, uh, the burgers where they reintroduce the heme? I don't, what's that? The heme is like from the hemoglobin in your blood that makes it red. Oh, so oh, they extract God. it and Ugh. introduce it into these plant-based things and they taste like real meat. Oh. Like animal meat. Animal meat, I guess. I don't think it tastes like meat ever. But would that be still vegan? Is that still well, vegan? Well, yeah, that's yeah. a I good... So. I don't know. Yeah. Because it comes sure. from an animal? I don't know if they derive the heme from animals in that case. No, I don't think so. I think it's like... I don't, I don't think it is. Yeah, it's really yeah. weird. Anyway, let's, uh, let's talk about the Muppets. We also got Sour Patch Lids pressing yes, on the buttons. Yes, I'm here in the corner listening to this fun conversation. I'm Sour Patch Lids. I push buttons. Let's just talk about the, the Muppets being racist. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, this is very important news. Yes. The Muppets are racist. And I think it's important you know this. And I think it's hilarious that Disney is, is like basically burning down its own IP. The Muppet Show. Disney adds content warning over negative stereotypes. Disney Plus has added a content warning at the beginning of 18 episodes of The Muppet Show, which started streaming on the platform on Friday. The program includes negative depictions and or mistreatment of people or cultures. These stereotypes were wrong then and are wrong now. The disclaimer has been added to each of the episodes for different reasons, including one where Johnny Cash sings in front of the Confederate flag. The Confederacy was the group of southern states, this is the BBC writing this, mind you, that fought to keep slavery during the U.S. Civil War. And the flag is seen as a symbol of racism by many. Disney's disclaimer added, rather than remove this content, we want to acknowledge its harmful impact, learn from it, and spark conversations to create a more inclusive future together. The advisory note comes after several months of revisionism around films and TV programs, which could be considered offensive by the standards of today. So in this article, they have this really big image of, the, what is it, the Siamese cats in Lady and the Tramp. Mm -hmm. And the crazy thing is, like, are they trying to imply that these cats like are stereotypically asian yeah. do you guys know what the, the siamese cats look like mm -hmm. no they're it's they're drawings of cats mm -hmm. what about these cats faces am i supposed to think is racist their eyes are long and pointed is that what they're trying to claim they're cats are cats have pointy eyes or whatever are we talking about the the one where they say we are siamese if you yes. please and it's yeah. very like asiany in the way that they do it <laughs> oh yeah maybe <laughs> i'm just saying like it's kind of yeah because i what's that from though that's lady from, the lady in the yeah, tramp yeah 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 and it, mm, mm, well I mean, the face is not so much, but it's the song that they sing, right? That's probably what they're getting upset <laughs> yeah, about. Maybe. It's because it's got the little music behind yeah. it. Aren't they high on opium or something? Is that like an opium? I don't know, <laughs> no, dude. Catch, so, okay. so, but here, here's here's the main point, right? Uh, Seth MacFarlane tweeted, "This might be why we're having so much difficulty getting through to the far right." And it says Disney Plus adds negative depictions disclaimer to the Muppet Show. What does what does that mean? Seth MacFarlane can't we can't get through to I the don't far right? No. What is he trying to what, say by that? By by telling people that the Muppet Show is racist, the far right won't listen to you. Possibly is Seth MacFarlane saying? Well, I mean, <laughs> no. it makes sense. F family Guy. I was watching Family Guy the other day, and there's an episode where Peter gets a whip. He buys a whip, I guess, and then it shows Cleveland, Cleveland Brown, who's a, a black character, and he's sitting on his couch. And then you see Peter pull up to the front of his house, which makes no sense because Peter lives across the street for those that actually watch the show. And then he starts running towards the house with the whip. And then Cleveland's phone rings. And it's Joe saying, just want to warn you, Cleveland, that Peter has a whip. And I think that matters to you based on your ethnical his your heritage. And then Peter knocks on the door and says, you know, a delivery of grape soda quarterly or something. <laughs> And then uh, Cleveland Brown says, well, the risk is great, but the upside certainly worth it. And then he like walks over. 
The crazy thing about that is, and, and, and don't get me wrong, I clearly like the show Family Guy, mm-hmm. is that Cleveland Brown, Cleveland, they, they clearly were making a joke about grape soda and black people, and Cleveland Brown is played by a white guy. Mm-hmm. So it's like, Peter Griffin's going to his house with a whip. Mm-hmm. It's like, just like, all around the show definitely does tons of racist jokes. So, but, but, but the main point is, Disney owns Family Guy. Disney owns Family Guy, guy. Okay, listen. They bought them a long time ago, years ago. If they're going to come out and say the stereotypes were wrong for the Muppets back then, what, you're putting out the shows now. What are you talking about? Not only that, Tim, but this is the same Disney that publicly thanked the detention <laughs> yeah. guards that were at the detention center for the Uyghur Muslims. Uh, there's, there's, you know, if, if you're talking about prioritizing some issues here, maybe, you know, not working with the communist Chinese on detaining Uyghur Muslims and congratulating them, you know, may, might be a bigger issue than some Siamese cats, uh, I, I would just say. But that's my personal but that's not, opinion. But this is the Muppets, too. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just ridiculousness that we're having these conversations about things that absolutely have no merit, absolutely have no effect, absolutely have no credence in anyone's existence in this world, but yet here we are fighting it. I mean, when, when there's literally human slave labor, there's organ harvesting, there's other things happening in China that we can't even mention that, of course, are condoned or congratulated or, or, or Disney approved of by, by, th- by Disney. I mean, it's I it's, love it. I love disgusting. it. Disney fires Gina Carano because she said, don't vi- vi- demonize, don't demonize your neighbors. They, they claim that Muppets is racist and those stereotypes were wrong then and they are wrong now. Family Guy, which is owned by Disney, is just overtly making racist anti-semitic and gay jokes all the time mm-hmm. and they thank the week there's there's no there's no uniformity in anything they do none of it makes sense which is why I'm, i just don't understand why they care if the muppets are racist or not you know regarding family guy i think it's seth's kind of interesting because he's kind of like Chappelle. he he talks about his stuff is racial but it's not racist he's not doesn't have like Ill, Ill intent when he does his work or he doesn't seem to same with dave he can paint himself white and act like a white guy making fun of white people but Dave Chappelle is one of the most loving humans in the industry. Well, it's like George Carlin. You know, he, he, he did this whole bit in the early 90s about it's not the words, it's the person behind the words. If someone's doing a comedy bit, like George Carlin actually used all the racial slurs you can think of on his show. He's not racist. He was making a point about racism through humor. If, if Disney is going to come out and thank these concentration camp guards, claim the Muppets is racist, and then, like, what about all their other properties, too? This is what I don't understand. Was it, like, one employee at the Muppets show who was like, oh, we got to make sure everybody knows this is racist and had no power in other areas, or what? It's probably because they're having all this attention drawn on them now uh, regarding the Gina Carano thing. That's probably why they're doing all of this. It's, mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know. I don't understand the purpose of retroactively judging something by today's standards. I think that's where this issue comes in. I mean, if you think about it, it's not... Seth MacFarlane also made American Dad, did he not? Yeah. yeah. And that's also on the same level of, of super offensive content. Yeah. Which, I mean, mind you, I love American Dad. I think it's funny. I, and, I, and I love the humor in both of those, both um, American Dad and Family Guy, excuse me. <clears throat> but I think the problem is that Disney, I think at this point, because they are getting so much heat right now from everyone on all sides, they're probably just going, Ugh! and just making these really random unilateral decisions. <laughs> Look, Family Guy is on twenty four seven. You could you could turn the TV, turn on. Is cable. that still being made? I'm family pretty. Guy? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's actually a funny joke. You, you know the Orville? That's another show that Seth MacFarlane awesome is doing. Show. And there's a they, awesome. they, there's a joke in, in a Family Guy episode where it's just Peter and Chris Griffin sitting next, sitting in front of the TV, and the TV goes, and now back to the Orville, and then Peter shoots the TV like a bunch of times, <laughs> and then Chris goes, "Wow, Dad, you sure hate the Orville. Why do you hate the Orville?" 
And then it's some random guy's voice, not Seth MacFarlane. He goes, because, Chris, the Orville is making it difficult for Seth to complete the Family Guy shows he's working on. <laughs> Something like that. So anyway, uh, Family Guy is on 24-7. Mm-hmm. It's, you turn on the TV. It's on some channel. It's on local TV show, local, local t- channels. It's on TBS, on FXS, uh, FXX. It's on a Cartoon Network. It's on Fox. New episodes on Hulu. Disney owns Hulu. They're not going to give up all that free cash. So I just don't understand. Maybe it's more like a culture revolution thing, right? That's what I was saying. Like Seth MacFarlane is super, you know, traditional liberal pro Biden and all that stuff. So they give him a pass because he benefits their their party. But they go after the Muppets because the Muppets is the old that must be purged or something. Why is he making those jokes? This is what I don't understand. If Seth MacFarlane is a liberal, why is he making these jokes in the first place? That's that's not their that's not their mo. This is not the sort of humor that they come out with. I think a lot of this, honestly, it's just Kabuki theater, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I don't believe for a second that someone like that is a liberal. I'm sorry, I just don't. Yeah, I don't either. I was shocked when he started getting political. Yeah. I, think I just don't believe it. Well, well, Seth MacFarlane no also whistleblowed on on Harvey Weinstein way before anyone even knew and who Kevin Harvey Weinstein was, as far as his predatory kind of attacks and Kevin Spacey. So he spoke out on this very nasty industry that's called Hollywood mm-hmm. that's filled with predators and other things that I can't even say on this uh, show because it's a family friendly show and because of the YouTube censors. But there's people in Hollywood that are absolutely Absolutely evil. That's one way of describing it. That that Seth has called out, and and you know, let's let's be honest here. Disney is a part of that larger kind of Hollywood institution that's not known for having the best record. I mean, there's a reason Bob Igor, the executive chairman of Disney, was pinned by Biden to be the ambassador to China. You know, there's a reason these multinational corporations wait, wait, are wait. so tied in together, that's, especially with big countries. That's why they did the the, the cats, the Asian cats, because it offended China. Whoa. Could be. I know because, Siam and China are the same thing, and, but. and it's. Not not far to speculate that because China many times has influenced Hollywood and had them edit out specific scenes, yep. specific mentions, even scripts. China rewrote scripts of U.S. Hollywood movies because they found it offensive or they didn't like it. In Top Gun, they even edited out Tom Cruise's jacket because it had mention of a war game between the United States they and China and, 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 and Tibet. And, and there was even another mention of a war game between the United States and China. Totally edited out. Totally destroyed it totally you know made it out so when we have china dictating what americans could see in hollywood that should worry everyone on a larger scale than just oh look a siamese cats uh, look uh, muppets here it's ridiculous it's absolutely ridiculous if we're going to get into cleaning hollywood and making nah, sure dude. it's 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 going to be a good industry you're going to have to do some deep cleaning on some rotten nasty disgusting <laughs> some would even say satanic individuals i'm i'm optimistic on a lot of political stuff a little bit. Like I was talking about this on my, on my, uh, my main channel earlier. Just that it seems like the, the, the establishment political machine in this country has a serious problem with the best they could muster to stop Trump and Bernie Sanders is Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Like, what are they going to do in 2024? They got nobody left. The populist left is growing. The populist right ain't going nowhere. Trump says, I'm coming. So that makes me optimistic that not for either of those parties necessarily, but that the establishment machine is, is on the ropes and struggling. But then I got to tell you, I'm really pessimistic when I hear this stuff. Like if Seth MacFarlane, check it out. He did call out Weinstein. He was on a, he was on an awards show or something like that where what, he said something about it. He just like said it on like he made Grammy slide something. jokes about him being no, no, no. A, a predator he, and abusing children. And then also on his show mentioned it uh, on Family Guy. Yeah, they, they mentioned it several times and Kevin Spacey. But no, there was like an awards ceremony or something where Seth MacFarlane like basically said it. Mm-hmm. And he's also interestingly, Seth MacFarlane knows a ton of secrets about Hollywood. 
they he he called out Weinstein, he called out Kevin Spacey, and they also called out uh, Bruce uh, Bruce Bruce Jenner transitioned to Caitlyn Jenner in 2009, and then they later were like, look, see, but it's because Seth MacFarlane, they, they act like, oh no, he got it right. No, Seth MacFarlane knows all of this Hollywood stuff. He leaked some of it. The crazy thing is if that's the best Hollywood has in terms of like actually calling it out, is Seth MacFarlane sometimes putting a joke out there because he knows it's happening. But when did Seth MacFarlane come out and say, ladies and gentlemen, I have a very important announcement to make. Harvey Weinstein is doing these horrible things. No, he made a joke about it. But Kevin Spacey is doing these horrible things. No, it's Stewie running through the mall making a joke about it. But this is the thing. Seth made a joke about something that people in Hollywood knew for over 30 years. For 30 years, they knew that there was this monster, Weinstein. Connected to, of course, the Clintons, bankrolling a lot of the Democrats, tightly connected to all the ruling elites and upper establishments. And they knew he was hurting people for over 30 years in unspeakable ways, ways we can't even mention on this YouTube channel. And yet the only thing that happened was Seth just made some snide jokes about it. I mean, it's disgusting to even think about it this way. Yeah, but what's the option, though? Is it what he says something and then what? Like he actually comes out and says, hey, guys, this is actually happening. What if no one's prepared to, to attack him? That's how Bill Cosby went down. It was it was a comedian that took down Bill Cosby, uh, Hannibal Burris, that, that made jokes about it. And he was like, guys, this is not a joke. Everyone was laughing, thinking he was joking about Bill Cosby. But that's literally it literally took a comedian to bring down Bill Cosby, another horrible person within the entertainment Hollywood industry that, again, sells their soul to the highest bidder. Who has the most amount of money? Usually China. Uh, sorry, go ahead. I, well, no, 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 no. It's I just I, I get what you're no. saying, but I don't think that Bill Cosby and Harvey Weinstein are on the same level in the sense of power control and all that sort of stuff. Not that I'm obviously a Hollywood executive that knows the ins and outs of all of it, but I would argue that Weinstein probably wields a lot more power than say, you know, definitely. Yeah, and he wields. They're both it. they're both huge. Yeah. you know, in terms of how they manipulate but, people. But this is the thing in the in the letter of the law in the United States. If you know a crime is happening and you don't do anything about it, you're an accessory to that. No, crime. No, that's not necessarily true. Well, it depends on on the circumstances and the situations, and there's many variables we could entertain here. But when you know someone is, do, I mean, thirty if it, years. Like, if it was happening in his studios and his like, the NYPD literally ran investigations when they had undercover operatives be abused by Weinstein and they still didn't do nothing. So so the NYPD literally had audio tapes of Weinstein abusing a woman that was working undercover for the NYPD and the NYPD sat on it. Why? Why? Yeah. Uh, he's connected to the Clintons. This is what uh, I'm that's saying. That's one though. speculation, but he's a very powerful, connected person. This is and, what I'm and, saying. Why would someone call him out if he thinks that? Oh, you know what? I don't want to end up as you know part of like the Clintons' uh, death tally. Like, wh- like I mean, I don't know how many people believe in all the conspiratorial stuff surrounding yeah. them, but like, why would you call it out if you're going to get but that? In itself, the whole the whole Harvey Weinstein story is a conspiracy within itself. And you have a choice. You yeah, know they something? Were, they were covering it up. Yeah, they were actively covering up. So if you know something's wrong, you have a choice either allow it to happen or speak out against it. And maybe something will happen, maybe something won't happen. But the right thing to do is always speak out against someone that's a monster and has been described as a monster that has done unspeakable things that are absolutely disgusting. And wow. these are the people that are protected within the industry that's now lecturing us about what's appropriate and not appropriate <laughs> for us to see. I mean, I'm just sick of it. I'm just absolutely sick of it because it's not just a dem of vipers. It's a dem of of child abusing, let's be honest here, uh, individuals who don't give a damn about well, anyone and don't play by the same be, rules as, as everyone else. We'll be spe- specific. That was, uh, was it Corey Haim or Feldman? Corey Feldman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Corey they, Feldman. They, they, they called out these, like, I'm not going to name these, some of these individuals because 
But uh, it's yeah, not just him. There's a lot of celebrities. No, no, no. no. They're calling out. out the. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. They were calling out the abusers themselves. Oh, mm-hmm. And a lot of these guys end up finally getting caught. But it takes. Mm-hmm. It's crazy that you have these people, these whistleblowers, and nothing happens. Because these people, these powerful people in industry, they the industry don't. is selling sex. That's when, and that's what they'll tell you if you're in that industry to your face as your manager. They'll say you're very sexy. We want to sell your sex. It's crazy. Your it's own manager, industry, man. But I'll, I'll tell you this, Luke. In order to call them out, people would need spines. Mm-hmm. It's not a common thing these days, man. No. <laughs> We're a wealthy nation, and you look at the NBA. You look at these people who are just like, "Hey, China, tell me whatever you want because you've got money." You look at all these professors that are getting busted for spying for China. Then you look at, you know, like you mentioned, Bob, was it Bob Iger? I think. Yeah, yeah Bob Iger. Bob, Biden wanted him to be the ambassador to China. Is that happening? Uh, we don't know yet. I haven't seen any updates on that yet, but he pinned him as the guy he wanted in there. Yeah. The Washington Post surprisingly wrote an article about how that's a bad idea. I was surprised <laughs> by that. Yeah. Uh, really? Obviously, it's a very bad idea. Nice but uh, surprised to see it in the Washington Post. But uh, I haven't heard any updates about that. I think the position is still up and hasn't been decided. Yeah. Well, let's 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 talk about the next uh, ultra woke story here. So uh, this is something that's been going viral quite a bit. We got this from Newsweek. Coca-Cola facing backlash says be less white. Learning plan was about workplace inclusion. That's the gist of the story. Coca-Cola is facing a mounting backlash from conservatives online. That's what I really love about how they frame this. Conservatives are upset. Uh, Ian, are you a conservative? Well, not not really. Sometimes, Would, I guess. Do you think it's absurd that Coca-Cola told his employees to be less white? Yeah, it's ridiculous. So, Newsweek, you need to correct your story. It's not conser- It's not just conservative. It, it actually says that? Be less white? Yeah. Try to be yeah. less white. That's ridiculous. If what I heard that, that and I was a kid, I'd be like, darken my skin? <laughs> like with a crayon? <laughs> that's, 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 that, that's, that's what I was saying. Like, first, like, I thought, yeah. you know, like, putting on bronzer and stuff yeah. is racist. Ian, it's, it. it's literally a slide that says, try to be less white. Oh, man. And the way that they, they describe white is oppressive, arrogant and ignorant now if you said be less oppressive arrogant and ignorant that's all you no, no, say. No, no, they're saying if you're white you are bring you, you are <laughs> oppressive yeah. arrogant and ignorant and I, I i have to point out um you know luke and i are both not white yep oh no i'm sorry i'm sorry that's wrong i'm Scandalous. double white. you're you're like triple white no 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 no, no, no not anymore not anymore according to uh, who the protesters in new york so the asians oh, were getting yeah. attacked <laughs> and they said march against white nationalism and that proves that Asians are now minorities again. Oh, are but, they? But Luke is Slavic, and yeah. according to the Coalition of People of what is it, Coalition of Communities of I'm Color, I'm looking it up right now so I can get my card. I'm, right. I'm getting my privilege card ready. Hold yeah. on. Cool. There's, there's, a, there's an organization called the, the it's called the Coalition of Communities of Color, and they mm-hmm. say Slavic people are not white. So for Luke here, who's literally got you know, what, what, what color is your hair? Luke, you say strawberry blonde, brown? It, it, yeah, yeah, strawberry blonde, blonde yeah. dirty blonde, blue eyes, yeah, yep. <laughs> white yep. skin, big <laughs> nose, big nose. Uh, You're not white. Putin looking like Putin lookalike. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. You're not white. That that. that so try yeah. be more like Luke. Apparently, Coke okay. is saying. Cool. Yeah, I don't understand this. So you're not considered white. I was I, I was born in Poland. So, being born in Poland, I'm a Slavic individual. <laughs> Victims of communism. I think you're literally like fascism. paler than I am. Yes. And I am pale. How dare you yeah. make an observation the like sun. this? I am pink, okay? But, no, but, you're beige, beige, beige. I we'll like go with beige that. better. Yeah, okay. This, this is what they're, they're trying to say, though. They're, they're saying it's like politically white. Uh, well, this is the thing. They make this distinction. This is the weirdest thing about liberals today. I just, this stuff kills me. They make this distinction between white people and whiteness all the time as if it somehow makes what they're saying less <laughs> racist. Like, it's, it's this thing that they're like, you know what? I mean, like, on a fundamental level, being a white person is okay. But having a whiteness, this internalized thing that you can have as just any person, not okay. And it's like, 
Uh, yep. All right. Cool. Makes but sense. It's 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 so insidious how they they tie negative traits towards the idea of being white. And then when you call them off a racist, they go, oh, no, 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 we don't mean your race. We mean it's, it's just a word. And you're like, no, but if no one understands that you're literally talking about race, my favorite thing with the story, there's a couple articles. One of them said it said Coca-Cola is accused of reverse racism for saying try to be less white. I haven't heard anybody said that's reverse racist. Everyone's just saying it's literally racist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another thing that's really important to kind of point out here, you brought up the rally that happened in New York City where hundreds oh, yeah. of people came out against the rally against white nationalism for Noel Quintano. Noel Quintano was a Filipino man that was slashed across the face, beat up brutally, Jeez. not by a white guy. But, uh, it, and it was a, it, it, people are saying this was a racially motivated, motivated attack. It's all because of white nationalism. The guy who attacked him wasn't white. What, what was he? Was he black? Yeah. Same in same in San Francisco. There's another, uh, you know, report of a hate crime, and there's another call for a rally against white nationalism. And again, the victim was Asian, and See, the perpetrator look, look. was not white. This um, is this is the is, this, yeah. this is the biggest problem I have with it. First, I, I just need to clarify. So I'm I'm uh, I'm once again not white. Is that what's happening here? I, well, I you're know. like you're like you know. You have a lot of privilege, so you're getting kicked out of universities. Uh, That's true. Because you're too smart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, so, so the problem I have is these well-to-do liberal progressive types are tar- are focusing on some racial ideology that had literally nothing to do with these crimes, making it harder for us to actually have activism around these crimes. I don't care if the perpetrator was white or black or Asian or Latino. I care that the crime that was committed was illegal and someone got hurt. So how about we rally against violence? We rally against racially motivated violence. They make it about white nationalism. And then there's no real conversation about what's driving the racism in these communities. The problem is if they acknowledge that, guess what? Black people can be racist. Asian people. Asian people are really racist, particularly in Asia. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not super, you know, I know a lot of, a lot of uh, American Asian people as well who are pretty good because Americans, we grow up in this culture. We tend to do a better job. But my friends and people I know who have come from Asian countries, they tend to be pretty racist, right? Anybody of any race can be racist, have prejudicial views, and view view others as superior or inferior. It is rampant in Southeast Asia, no joke. And if we can't get acknowledge that because these well-to-do white progressives are obsessed with themselves, Mm -hmm. and they think somehow white is superior or privileged, like, I'm sorry, man, that is leftist white supremacy. That this, this idea that their race is, is paramount and privileged above all others, and that no matter what happens, no matter who commits the crime, it's not the fault of the individual who committed the crime. It's white. Like, these people yeah. really hold themselves to, 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 to such esteem that no matter—it's it's, it's remarkable. No matter who commits the crime, they're like, well, actually, it's all about white people. I'm like, dude, you're racist. That's mm-hmm. not true, man. And, and actually, you know, traveling the world, whether it was Asia, Africa, Latin America, you realize that, holy cow, the world's really racist. And oh, yeah. I'll just be honest here. You know, I'm not a big nationalist at all. I don't I don't like governments at all. But the United States, honestly, is one of the least racist places that I've you know seen and, and was able to observe. It is the least racist place I've ever been to. Yeah, same. No joke. Uh, and I've been, I've, yeah, you, you travel to Africa, you travel to Asia, you travel to Latin America, your eyes will open up to the bro, reality of the world. S- Sweden. Uh, Sweden yeah. is more was more racist than the United States when I went there. It was shockingly racist. But maybe racist isn't necessarily the right, right word. Xenophobic is probably a better word for it. And I know that word gets thrown around a lot by progressives in this country. But no, let me explain. We interviewed this woman who was American 
who spoke Swedish, got married to a Swede, moved to Sweden, and she couldn't get a job. And she said it's because nobody wants to hire someone with an accent. So it wasn't even about the race. It was about you're not Swedish. So it's super nationalistic in a sense. And what I discovered, especially in Sweden, especially from many minorities who are working on trying to end this stuff, they would say like Swedes very much like to pretend that they're not racist, but they are super racist. So what they'll do is they'll be like, we're going to help all these poor minorities and then put them all into like some community with limited resources and do nothing for them and watch it fester and then just claim to everybody how not racist they are. Mm. Super yeah. racist. The people pretending not to be racist are usually the biggest racist. Yep. Same with uh, homophobes. The biggest like homophobes those... are usually the biggest guys who are in the closet. Let's well, just be what, honest what here. What was up with all those Republicans yeah, who were right? like super anti-gay but then turned out to be gay? Yeah, that, that uh, Republican who was caught in the bathroom uh, <laughs> all right, by all right, police that's, officers yeah, yeah. trying to solicit <laughs> okay. from an undercover you know, police officer some I, I interesting it, activity. Uh-huh. I'm family friendly. Don't worry, Tim. I'm going to be very family friendly here. <laughs> uh, another thing to really kind of consider here is that, you know, a lot of people are attributing, you know, white nationalism to, you know, different people uh, of race, you know, beating each other up. But this is happening in New York City. This is happening in San Francisco, where we're seeing these rallies and we're seeing these kind of alleged hate crimes. But we have to understand crime is going up dramatically in these places, regardless of race. It's becoming more of a violent, more of a criminal place where even a two year old got punched in the head by a panhandler in a New York City <laughs> subway just recently there was other footage of a guy beating uh, another one with a baseball bat brutally yeah, the amount of violence that is overtaking new york city is really reaching proportions that are unlivable for many people it's one of the reasons i left i'm never going to be coming back there ever again and this is the city that i grew up in this is the city that i was raised in well, and it's even coming back to a place where when i first came into it it was extremely violent extremely somewhere we don't want to be so let, let's we'll, we'll bring it back to this Coca-Cola thing where they're telling people to be less white. This weird try to be less white thing is the result of people who refuse to acknowledge the problems in their community and look for a scapegoat. Yep. If if there is a, an Asian man who is slashed across the face, attacked by a black person, race doesn't need to be the defining like the law was broken. You can't slash people in the face. What happens then is you get these activists, these progressives scapegoating the problem, making it about white nationalism instead of general crime, violence, poverty, etc. So the problem doesn't get solved. And then people who don't understand what, what the march is all about, instead of going after the core issues, class issues for one, they then start saying, we need to tell everybody to be less white because you see what happens to that poor Asian man. I'm like, that had nothing to do with it. Now, all of a sudden you got Coca-Cola. They don't know what that means. Be less white. They have no idea what that is. They read it in the Robin D'Angelo book. That woman is an avowed racist. She says she's a racist. Why are you teaching people to be like a racist woman? It makes no sense. It's, I, it's funny because like when you when you talk about this as someone who's grown up in a different country, like that's Australia. And obviously Australia is pretty ethno homogenous in the sense that, you know, I think the population is 90% white or something like that. You have this perception of the US and you come here. And then when you see what the communities are like, I agree with you in the sense that there's a lot of non self accountability that goes down in particular <laughs> communities yep. that it and as someone who has now lived in the US for almost two years, who's observed a lot of it as a completely objective third party observer, I have no personal interest in like the, the racial affairs of the United States. But when I watch this stuff, and when you are treated by in a certain way by particular groups of people, you come to realize that it's not the 
white population, in my opinion, maybe I'm saying this because I'm a white person, that's probably what people would say, but as a white person, I don't think that it's the white population that's even the racist group in this country. I don't know if I don't know if you guys would agree with that, but as an outsider, someone who's come into it, I think that there's I, a lot of. Wrong. I think you're wrong. You think the white population is the, the most, most racist? racist? Absolutely, all the time. All they're, they're called listen, liberals. Yeah, they're yeah. called they're called <laughs> Actually, Democrats. Yeah. No, but generally, like white, like even I know you guys are joking, but no, like, not no, 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 no. No, white liberals are yeah for sure, but like normal people, you and me, I don't I don't care what you look like, just be normal to me. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Like, listen, listen. I, I think I understand what you're trying to say, that you're, 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 you're talking about, like, negative racism where someone would attack an, a, a person of another race, right? No, you're I'm saying, talking about the fact that, like, America—so I don't see white people going around and going, you know what we should do? We should put anyone who's not white in internment camps. We but should— that, that, that's, But see, that's one aspect of racism. When you have a bunch of white people saying white is bad, so there, there, there's a chart that shows— in-group, out-group preference among different races, mm-hmm. and uh, they, they split up white by liberal and conservative. Mm-hmm. Liberals are the only group with an out-group preference. White liberals are quite literally the most racist. So the in-group preference among black, Asian, you know, uh, Latino is less, I believe, than the out-group preference of white liberals. But I don't consider their opinions when I talk about anything because I think they're so radical. And I and like I really do. I think they're so radical that I don't I don't even register the far I, look, left to me. These these the people that you're talking about to me, they're so far yeah. gone that they I don't even register but their this opinions. This is this is major companies. These these are the establishment pushing these talking points. We're talking about governments, universities, high schools, major corporations pushing these talking points, these lectures by Robin DiAngelo, this this white woman who's trying to make sure people don't understand that she's also white. She, uh, she's racist. She says she's racist. Yes. Since and when do we take our talking points from racist? Coca-Cola <laughs> employs a large number of employees. And this influence, this kind of, uh, you know, conjecture of, of how bad it is to be white, how bad it is to be born of a certain DNA, you know, assembly, uh, <laughs> it's just absolutely ridiculous. But this is the institutions that set policies these are young minds of children that are being taught this in in schools every single day this is going to become the new norm this kind of line of thinking if it's not challenged and it's not challenged it's coming back under the biden presidency and it's going to be institutionalized so much to the point where this is the new normal it already is institutionalized yeah. i mean literally like the the newest video that i made I, I literally just posted this yesterday is about like i have a series white people bad and it's basically just where i find the most rent ridiculous things on the internet of people um i'm trying not to swear to him i'm trying to think of alternate <laughs> words um people just attacking white people over just nonsense and there was one thing that i found that really disturbed me and it came from i believe the original post was basically white people can experience murder and i and i went and looked into that yeah it was mental i went and looked <laughs> i looked into it a little bit and i believe that it's more or less a troll post came from like 4chan you know when they oh, want to okay. like rile people up because i couldn't find it on any lefty forums but when i read it i was like this sounds like something a regressive leftist would say but that's that was not the disturbing disturbing part the disturbing thing was a video that i found that had been um screened effectively at a university so to speak in san francisco called why don't we murder more white people what what mm. Yes. What? Yep. No, no. It's I like I encourage people. I'm not going to float my own channel, but it, I put a bunch of clips oh, no, in this means, video. Yeah. Shut it up. Um, no, it's just I mean, like I just it was the What's most the name dis- of the video, the video on my channel that you did about this white people bad part three. Okay. <laughs> That's an easy title. So, to so listen, listen, 
It's I, literally the newest year, but this thing was mental. I, I oh my gosh. Uh, uh, the area Disgusting. I grew up in was very was very just mixed, a bunch of different. You know, we had Polish immigrants, we had Latino, we had Asian, we had black people, and we all got along with each other. And I think it was because we all live next to each other. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? When when you say you don't think white people are the most racist. I would say if you have this view of racism as like a guy walks into a store and they say, we don't serve your kind around these parts. Yeah, but we're talking about literal racism. <laughs> the white progressives in this country are substantially, exponentially more racist than any other group I've ever encountered. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I've, I've been all over the country, been all over the planet. And it was, it was amazing when I first went to Occupy Wall Street. So I had, before Occupy Wall Street, I hadn't left the country. But I had been all over the country in various places. I had been in conservative areas. I had been on military bases. I got to, you know, I hung out with people who are religious and pro-life. And I really didn't think racism was all that prominent. I thought, like, this is it. Like, we've done away with these old stereotypes. There's still problems. You know, the remnants of blockbusting and redlining persisted in the 80s and still exist in some forms today. But I'm like, man, we really are winning and, and, and crushing these, these racists. And then I went to Occupy Wall Street. And the progressives segregated everybody based on race into different groups based on their race Mm. and your voting privileges in the community was determined partially based on your race so they had some groups where it was like the black caucus got a vote and how money was spent simply because it was a group of black people but then you had like the sanitation working group they got a vote on spending money based on the fact that they all cleaned and were sanitary and so i was like i don't understand why voting power is derived based on the fact that you're a group of people based on race and they were like, you just don't understand because, you know, we got to you know, break down all the racism, whatever. There was one black dude at Occupy Wall Street, not super involved, and he was chilling. And I saw him arguing with somebody one day. It's not at Zuccotti Park. And I overheard him talking. And then he was disparaging Occupy Wall Street. It was interesting. So I went up to him and I was like, hey, I was like, hey bro, you're hanging out here. You think this is crazy? And he went, bro, do you have any idea what the press would say if they found out y'all are segregating people based on race into different colored groups? That's crazy. And I was like, I agree with you. These people are nuts. I had never experienced that kind of racism in my life. Mm. I, have, I have met racist, redneck conservative types. And I have heard them say horrible things. But it's, it's always like, so I had an Uber driver once who was like, it was in Virginia. And this guy was super racist. He slowly started, we were talking about politics. And then he, he mentioned something particularly racist and then immediately walked it back because he knew it was not socially acceptable. So that guy was a racist, but he couldn't say it. These progressive flaunt it. They, they shout to the high heavens, we're racist. They scream and then write books about it. And Coca-Cola hires them to teach their employees how to be racist. Amazing. Welcome to America 2021. It's insane. <laughs> One of the other interesting aspects of Occupy Wall Street being there from the very beginning to the very end was to see it kind of emerge into two different classes. We had the, <laughs> we had the uptown area, which, which had all the liberals and all the white people in the libraries. And then we had the downtown area. And then the uptown and the downtown area had an internal conflict and fight within Occupy Wall Street. So seeing these social dynamics kind of recreate recreate itself in our main society was amazing and, and incredible to see in real life as it kind of unfolded on this kind of time scale. But uh, another thing I wanted to bring up, Babylon B made some really good points today, and they brought up seven points about how to be less white. Uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to read some of them. I'm, I'm not going to read all of them, but I think there's some important takeaways here. Number five, it says, throw away all of your ranch dressing. Ranch dressing <laughs> mayo, it's all got to go. No, I yeah. love mayo. <laughs> Number seven, it says, hate yourself every walking moment until you have sufficiently atoned to your whiteness oops 
Spoiler alert, you'll never sufficiently atone for your whiteness. Better go back to step three. Step three. No. Whoa. Step three is to, uh, you know, uh, 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 terminate yourself. Terminate functions. Yeah, terminate your internal functions from uh, working as a human being. And then then there you go. Racism ended forever. So Babylon be a pretty interesting uh, article. You say it like it's a joke, But you, you, like, that's what's what's weird is they're making a joke, but did you guys see that cut video that came out, like, three months ago that talked about, like, all the reasons white people are the worst in the world? Like, what are white people superior at? Did you guys see that? No. Okay, I'm surprised that you didn't, because this this video basically... Yeah. I'm, I'm sure I'm sure you guys yeah. did like basically it was it was a group of um, they collected a hundred black folks with an X uh-huh. love that for them <laughs> so and stupid. got them in a room and said what are white people superior at and it starts off like real lighthearted like haha mayonnaise like okay yes. cool <laughs> you know white yeah. people love they dogs at one bit and then it goes into oh they're better at oppression they're better at white supremacy they're better at murder they're better that's, at that's, it's so not true because I gotta I gotta be honest Asians are in, are just so much better at a lot of these things Every, no joke oppression like, Japanese. Con, Mongolia would like yeah, to speak to you. Japan. Japan mm-hmm. want, wants to have a conversation, guys. Japan yeah. has a lot to say about oh, this. I found out that I was, uh, <laughs> I always, I always thought I was a quarter Korean. And then I found out I'm actually 5% Japanese through DNA tests. And then I was like, you know why that happened? But yeah, I've got to atone. No, but I mean, this is, this is the thing is like you make jokes about it, but then you go and watch this content that, mind you, is still up on YouTube, doesn't break any freaking guidelines and things that has people literally saying that white people are the best at oppression. Okay, well. Thank you. Well, what uh, uh, let's let's say good things. Uh, what 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 uh, are white people good at? Um, tan. No. <laughs> Figure skating yeah. is that true? Country, no, no. Country Japanese. dancing. Yeah. There you go. Square. Yes. Yeah. Square dancing. Yep. Uh, capitalism. I, yes. It even feels dirty to say it. I don't know. Technology. <laughs> like I don't know. Ian Gull. <laughs> no one's white. It's such a weird phrase. It's no, such like, a weird descriptor. They're they're whaling. <laughs> Actually, no, it's not even true. Japanese whaling? are way better at whaling. <laughs> What the heck? Calling the fishing, like fishing. what DNA, well, I'll tell you, I'll like tell you Caucasian on, DNA is better me, at than let me, other let me, DNA? Let me, let, me tell you, let me tell you about skateboarding stereotypes. I'm going to tell you about skateboarding stereotypes, right? These are stereotypes that I'm not saying are true, but were brought up to me when I was young in skateboarding. Asian skateboarders tend to be good at technical skateboarding, which means they can do extremely complicated maneuvers. So it's like combining the most tricks into one trick. Uh Black skateboarders tend to, and, and again, this is a stereotype that the skate, you know, people in skateboarding have said, tend to be able to ollie better than anybody and, and do some of like the best flat ground skating. And then white people are really good at jumping off buildings. No, no <laughs> oh joke. No God. joke. These are the stereotypes. So you, like you, this is, I'm, again, I'm not saying I agree with them or even support these ideas, but these are stereotypes that emerge. So when people joke, I, I'll tell you this too. You want to hear racism, but that no one cares about? Go to a skate park. And you'll hear the N-word more, more times oh than you've gosh. ever heard it in your life. And nobody cares. It's all just like urban culture. I get You get people of all different races saying it over and over again. So these are stereotypes that get brought up. And so what typically what's, what people will say is like when they talk about, you know, what are white people good at? It's like, man, they can jump off buildings and, and jump down railings. Basically, and this does align kind of with conquest and oppression, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Mm-hmm. War. You know, mm-hmm. World War, Europe, a lot of conflict. And I was reading about this and they, and I was reading that it was because population density in Europe with nowhere to go. Whereas in North America, Asia and Africa, you actually can flee in the event of conflict and crisis in Europe. They couldn't. So those who survived were those willing to fight more. Mm. You know, that makes sense. I don't know if that's true, though, you know, but it does fall in line kind of what they were saying about oppression or whatever. Well, I mean, like, I guess that some of the biggest empires were what Roman, Greek, 
don't know the uh, the. I know they said UK. Yeah, no, well, I get the Ottoman Empire, Empire was, was yeah was Mongolian, massive. Mongolian, the Spanish, the French. No, but the who English. were the biggest? Because then, if we really want to, I mean, like the English, uh, the English Empire was what that took over French. like forty percent. Yeah. Genghis Khan as well. He was he was pretty dope, man. He well, I don't I mean, know about dope. The murdering, <laughs> the murdering, not so much. But he, I watched Marco Polo recently. That that show, honestly, he was pretty good. I learned some stuff. Apparently, it's Chengis, not Genghis. So I've been saying it wrong oh, my whole Ch- life. It's, wait, it's Chengis Khan? It's Chengis. Like Big Chengis? Yep. Chungus. Ch- it was Big Chungus. Chungus. That's the That's name. Different. Apparently, it's a C C sound rather than a G sound. So I've been I, saying I, that wrong my I whole life. I heard he in, he enforced civil rights. Yeah, he That's did. He was a weird one because he, even though he took over so much land, it was almost like what the Romans did, where the Romans went in and were like, "Okay, this is ours now. You can still do your own thing, but we're still going to tax you and whatever. But you can stay here and do whatever." But what he? I figured out what white people are good at. <laughs> what communism? Oh yeah. Wait, no, no, no. They're not good at it. They no, failed, failed every time. Yeah, Everyone did. But 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 they, of the time. But, but Karl Marx invented it, or like right, he didn't yeah. invent it. He like kind of wrote about it. With his friend, now there was a Engels? racist. That's right. yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! If you look at his letters, oh my, spicy. Yeah, don't I? Don't. Just Isn't don't. it weird that all these people that like white liberals uphold to the yeah. standard are honestly some of the yeah. worst yeah. humans when it comes to the treatment of other che. racial groups? Yeah, yeah. Che Guevara, yeah. Uh, Mao yeah. Zedong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> like, well, cool. you know, you know, it was really, it was really. So I, you know, listening to the Beatles, you have uh, the song Revolution. Mm-hmm. And he has that line. When I was a little kid, I did not understand what this meant. But if you go carrying pictures of Chairman Mao, you, you ain't going to make it make it with anyone anyhow. Yeah, apparently you will. I was a little kid. I didn't understand what that meant. I was just like, huh, Chairman Mao. Like, you know, and I was like a little kid singing Beatles and like, you know, running around playing guitar or whatever. And then I got older and I was like, oh, I get it. He was saying, yo, don't support authoritarian communists, bro. Like, that's pretty legit. Mm. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Maybe his message didn't work out all that well. Yeah, well, obviously it didn't. Yeah, because these people are all about it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, they want to they wanna turn America into what, like a socialist utopia. Love that yeah. I'm excited. Mm. I can't wait to be like standing in my bread line, yeah, you know, getting like gulags. besieged. Oh my God, I can't wait. So awesome. excited. I'm stoked, yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah, my family doesn't have good reviews. No, uh, no. Communism from yeah. what they went through. Uh, how many stars? They had a bad how, stay. how many stars? Uh, z- zero. <laughs> there's no one. stars in communism. Uh, there's only how the many? redistribution there's of stars, stars for stars. everyone. Stars. Yeah. Well, stars. Everyone gets a star in communism. Everybody gets one. One, yes. only one. Yes. Okay. All right. So, well, let's 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 use this as a point to uh, jump to the next story. Oh, yeah. So this is something uh, I was talking about earlier. It's from the Daily Mail. Democratic representatives write to cable companies, including AT and T and Comcast and streamers, Amazon and Hulu, demanding they drop Fox News, OAN, and Newsmax over misinformation. I did want to jump into this, like we're coming off the other segment, but we did did that whole spiel with the the Coca-Cola thing. But uh, this is interesting to me because basically we can see like Disney claiming Muppets are racist and all that stuff. So so let me get this straight. Disney is allowed to literally run a show of racist Muppets, but Tucker Carlson should be pulled off the air. That's yes. that's basically what they're saying when Democrats write to these cable companies to remove conservative news channels. Also, I mean, the ramifications of this, this is the government, agents of the government trying to force private companies into shutting down their political rivals. 
To, to be fair, Tucker Carlson kind of looks like one of the Muppets. I forgot which <laughs> one, uh, but there's like a news reporter one. But, Aww, but he does. Oh, he's it's, kind it's, of It's a compliment. Also, like another thing. They're going after Fox News for spreading misinformation and, quote, conspiracy theories. I mean, these are from Democratic Congress members calling for CEOs of TV companies and Internet providers to take down another news channel that doesn't subscribe to the same notions. Now, I don't like Fox. I, I, I made a shirt against Fox even myself, even CNN with the toilet and everything. Uh, I don't like any of these kind of partisan networks, but the bigger kind of understanding here is if these people are going to take them down for misinformation and conspiracy theories, they have to take themselves down at the same time. I, I thought of a funny joke. Did you? So we were just talking about in the previous segment, like, what are white people good at? And then you mentioned some people said oppression. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you see, they only steal that from China, right? Oh. So I was, I'm looking, we're looking at the story and I'm like, I'm thinking about these, like, these, these Democrats trying to get news banned. And I'm like, man, maybe they really are good at oppressing. Wait a minute. What they're doing is a ripoff of what China already did. And then I thought it's another funny joke because then the other stereotype about white people that you get from the progressives is that they steal culture. Mm -hmm. So maybe we're right now the Democrats are really good at stealing the authoritarianism from these yeah. despotic nations. Hey, and now a, there you go. Hey, it's an idea. That is an idea. I mean, look, I think China was very good at banning basically all media that didn't agree with the government. So and they're like right ahead of us. You yeah. Know? They are. Yeah, I'm sorry. Just uh, <laughs> these these white progressives are just not good at oppression. No, they're, they're trying though. Is this cultural yeah. appropriation then? I think are so. they appropriating? Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah. I mean, culturally. Oh, the, oh, they should stop. They should. They it really is, should. It, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> it is racist for them to try and shut down opinions of those they don't like. Exactly. Because they're just ripping off China. There you go. Take note, liberals. Take yeah. note. <laughs> what does this What does this look, Ian? Stroking your beard. I've taken it all in. It's a lot. Look, this is. Uh, uh, I wonder. To what degree this is a violation of the First Amendment? For for what China shut down other news? Yeah, channels? well, what these what these Democrats are doing—they're actor they, they act they're they're, they're uh, agents of government, mm -hmm. and they're going and trying to get political views taken off. They're, they're not going to these channels; they're literally going to to the providers and saying, you know, why are you still hosting them? This misinformation, these lies. I mean, this is this is the kind of stuff that makes me pessimistic. It makes me feel like we're headed towards absurdity it's like you've know, got authoritarianism they don't they're doing too much these these politicians it's if you're driving down the road on a freeway you don't need to be turning left and right and it's like we got people in jobs that don't need to be there anymore or something they don't need to change it you know what you like you, you've talked about this before ian that like maybe we don't need these politicians anymore you mentioned like less politicians and like different branches and stuff like that i'm wondering if you know I'll, why do they make new laws you know what i mean they're constantly making new laws. Why do they get rid of old ones? Well, that's the thing is like, so with this whole lockdown stuff, and this is totally on the side, but it, it goes to what you said. I always think like governments are really good at stomping on your freedoms. How often do they give them back? So it's <laughs> like yeah, when, when they legislate, it's like you said, like for every, and I think that was Trump's thing, you know, for every how many laws were passed, you know, however many were repealed. And I think that, or, you know, all this red tape was cut. And I think that you're right. Like, they're always passing new laws, but it's like, for what? What are you doing actually day to day that is necessary that needs to be done? It's more regulation m most of the time. Taking your guns away. Yes. They're, they're getting there. They're trying. So yeah. they did it in Australia. Oh, they did. And then yes. after they took away the firearms in Australia, the Australian government locked down and clamped down on its citizenry uh, more than almost any government out there, especially yep. when it came to the COVID restrictions. And it was kind of, it still is absurd to see what they're able to get away with over there. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. Like, 
I don't know. So Aussies and I, I think, have just a fundamental disagreement. Some Aussies and I have a fundamental disagreement when it comes to this. This is part of why I left. Because my frustration was like, I'm watching America, which, mind you, I know that a lot of Americans think that America is just rightly screwed right now. To some extent, maybe. But you still have a constitution and a bill of rights and a bunch of stuff that protects you. Australians, not so much. We don't have freedom of speech. That's an implied thing in our constitution. We don't have a bill of rights. We have five rights in our constitution. And there are things like freedom of religion and, you know, you can move between states and things like that. So watching what was going down with all the lockdown stuff, having no guns, yada, yada, yada. It was honestly really, you know, I'm, I'm here in the U.S. and I'm thinking... I'm so lucky to live in a country where I can actually just basically be like, you know what, nah, and do what I want. I think that that's great. Even living in Texas, you can just buy a billion guns. In Australia, there was was people who organized protests on Facebook and literally had police officers break down their front door when they were having dinners with their family with children there Mm -hmm. and arrested and took them away uh, from their children for organizing a protest. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was one. There was a pregnant girl. That's one I believe you're talking about. Yeah, there's a number of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, It's funny because one of my very good friends back home, his name is Avi, and he's a journalist for rebel news um he was he's been arrested several times now even though he has press credentials from the government to be you know at these protests and things and he has been arrested he's been chucked in the back of the divvy van or the the police van thingy um and they they really target the journalists now they arrested one i think it was two or three days ago they arrested another young journalist and her photographer from the herald sun which is another melbourne newspaper and the thing that really distresses me watching this like again, from a country where I can basically do a lot of things that I can't do back home, is they just snap their fingers and go, okay, we're having another lockdown now, five-day lockdown, everyone, like, stay in your home, can't go outside, can't do this, can't do that. And Australians just go, okay, yes, daddy government, yes, 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 I'll do the thing, mm-hmm, okay, yep. And I, it makes me want to throw up because I think, where is your sense of freedom? Where's your sense of self-preservation? It's not, I mean, they think that the government will answer all of their hopes and dreams and questions when in reality... The government is actually just stomping on you. Mm-hmm. The first the first 15 days, we all basically agreed. Exactly. Everyone's on board. 15 days. Two so weeks. Yeah. So the spread. Yeah. 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 And we were all like, yeah, that makes sense. Yep. But then when they extended it, we still agreed. We were like, all right, let's, let's, let's slow this thing down. We're all in this together, right? Mm-hmm. And then after, I think, the first year, like where we're at now, everyone's kind of like, dude, yep. come on, man. Yeah. And look like- at, look, you, you look at, we're, we're looking at global food shortages. We're looking at massive poverty mm-hmm. and... It, it it feels like they're just destroying everything on purpose because they, they don't care. They don't care that lives are being ruined. They don't care. How many politicians took a pay, like uh, had a decrease in pay during this time? How many politicians didn't get paid? I think they all got paid. You know, the, the premier of uh, in Victoria, so where I'm from, the premier of my home state gave himself a pay raise wow. during the pandemic after he locked down <clears throat> Victorians for the longest period, I'm pretty sure, in the entire world. And then this, I want to call him the C word, but I'm not going to say it. But then he goes, he goes <laughs> and gives him, and I nearly slipped out. I was like, oh, Sydney, no. <laughs> he give, goes and gives himself a pay raise. How many of these people, and even in the US, how many of them have taken a pay cut? Well, well, how on. many of them have not get, gotten a- paid? Andrew Cuomo got a raise. He's, oh, yeah. he's working wow. very hard oh yeah for these people he deserves daily, more money daily press conferences uh-huh. lying to you giving you his That's little right. smile no, 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 no. they're not lies they're comforting distortions <laughs> he's trying oh, to yeah. just avert panic and make everyone feel good oh and it does they feel really you know what the thing is if you value security more than freedom i don't know what to tell you and it's not misinformation it's comfortable news mm-hmm. comfortable mm-hmm. 
Uh, you Comfort. Know, mm-hmm. This guy is that. You guys should go look him up. You'll have a field day, especially Tim. <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm glad I don't live in Australia because where, where is it? Like Victoria? Is that the the? the where, are they, is, it's a call a state or is it a province or what is it? State. Yeah, states? we have states, states and territories. Yeah. yeah, and that's where they basically put everybody in like home jail, home home, home arrest or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I mean, like again, Aussies. Look, I love Australians, but sometimes you know they get on me and they're like, "You're so mean. Why are you so mean about Australia?" And I'm like, "I don't know, because you got no freedom." Like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, wait, you're 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 half American though, right? Yeah. So that's that's a thing. You're a daywalker. You you understand yeah. that it seems like you've got the best uh, you inherited the best of both sides, like the ability to fight giant tarantulas and like <laughs> kangaroos while understanding the importance of freedom. Yeah, that's exactly. The, that's the craziest thing to me is that you could have Australia, which is the stereotypical 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 death trap country mm-hmm. of like giant spiders and birds. I watched this video where there's a super jacked kangaroo banging on Gosh. some guy's window. Yeah. You saw that one, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, "What's?" And and I, uh, this Australian guy I knew said like, "They could gut you. They could like oh, their yeah. huge claws oh, yeah. slash you." And I'm like, "How do you grow up in a place where I watched one video where these people are like drinking at an outdoor patio and a kangaroo just like stomps through?" Yeah. And, and but you know what? Maybe that's actually what it is. They're scared of everything. Mm. And so when the government comes in, they're like, please help us from the giant meat monsters. You know, and so they hide. They, they hide. You know, look, I grew up uh, in the country, so we always around ruse and stuff. They are very aggressive. People need to understand. Don't chase them. Do not corner them. You're going to get your little face ripped off. They are. They've got they're these ripped, little creepy. Right? You see them like flex. Oh, yeah, like, they are. They're, they're jacked. I think ripped. it's bigger than this, Tim. I think it's the queen. She has to be responsible oh. for our. You're right, Luke. Yeah. Can- I keep thinking about yeah, this. Luke, Canada, the United Kingdom, yeah. Australia, toughest, strictest lockdowns, all of them. <gasps> Colonies of the Queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all the Commonwealth stuff, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. No, I mean, that's actually, I wonder, because yeah. I know that, I don't actually don't, that was not a nonsensical sentence. <laughs> you, also, you also have to look at New Zealand, too, because they have been like, oh, I love yes. it. I love it when people are like, New Zealand's dealing with this so well. New Zealand's an island in yes. the middle of the Pacific with nothing around it except other oceans. And a very small population. Isn't it, Tiny population. Isn't it 2,000 miles from Australia? I don't know in terms of proximity. It's it's like a three-hour plane ride to get to New Zealand. Yeah, that sounds like about 2,000 miles. Well, if you look in the United Kingdom, I mean, even their lockdowns are absolutely absurd. And they very no oddly, very, yeah, it, it doesn't make many sense uh, uh, on many different levels because mm. if you look at the numbers, you compare it to Sweden, um, the numbers are going down the same way. They're even going down even more, according to some estimates, in Sweden, where the lockdowns were restricted by and large, not fully, but by and large, compared to the United Kingdom that fully locked down, mm-hmm. and of course has their police officers sending out notices that they will no longer be responding to burglaries, but they spent taxpayer money on billboard buses telling you that being offensive is a criminal offense. Oh, yeah. you know, the UK is just... Oh, God. It's Insane. beautiful. I lo- it's, again, it's one of these beautiful prisons. Yeah. It's Australia is a beautiful prison. Aussies don't yell at me for saying that. Love you. It is a bit of a prison. But, bloody, you know. Gulag, I think, is a better the term. The UK, yeah. They're beautiful, but they're prisons. Because, like, you know, these are countries that arrest people. Not Australia so much. They do it a little bit, but not that much. But they arrest people for things they post online, and it's like. Yep. It's ridiculous. Oh, my God. 2,583.3 miles, yeah. New Zealand to Australia. I just think that's relevant because people think Australia and New Zealand are very close to each other. No, they're, it's a, yeah, it's a super far sizable, away. Yeah, definitely I, sizable. Game. And I think New Zealand has like 4 million people. 5 million, I think. 5 yeah. million? Yeah, yeah. When I went to New Zealand, they asked me why I was there, and I was going there to interview this guy, Gareth Morgan, and they all knew who he was. So when I was at like the, the immigration checkpoint, they were like, what you here for? I'm like, I'm here with, you know, Vice Magazine. We're going to interview this guy. And they're like, who is it? And I was like, his name's Gareth Morgan. Oh, I know him. Huh. 
And I was like, you do? And they're like, there's not that many people in this country, man. It's like everybody knows. If someone here is famous, everybody knows who it is. I was expecting you to do a, uh, an accent. It sounded like you were going there. I was, yeah, I was, yeah. I was gearing I was hoping, up. I was, I was like, "Oh, Tim, oh, yes. I almost did. Don't I almost went for it." You know, <laughs> well, you know, it's, a tough one. it's it's you know, I used to do a really good New Zealand accent, but I've got to hear it first, and it's been too long, so mm-hmm. I, like I wouldn't get. I'm it. unable you dipped to help your toes you. In. Dip my, my toes in a little bit. You, you have you have a uh, like a uh, day walker accent. My accent is just mm. an absolute mess, and honestly, <laughs> it depends who I'm around too. Because if I'm a bu- if I'm around a bunch of Yanks, I feel like my accent gets much more American when I'm around other. Yeah, Yanks. Yeah, yeah. You guys are Yanks, all of you. Like, no matter where you're from, yeah. you're all Yanks. But when I talk to, like, you know, if I call home and I'm talking to, like, my dad, who is very Australian, he's from Perth, so his accent is just, like, off the planet. Um, but if I, like, call home or something, people are like, oh, you're, still, you're using your own terminology again. I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah, my accent oh. sucks. It's, don't ask. I don't know. Did you live in the U.S. for a long, forever? No, before? no, no. I'm just, you know, it's funny when people are like, so um, are you putting this on? I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to do both accents badly. That's a, yep. <laughs> yeah. well, you your, got mo- it. your mom was American? My mom's American, okay. yeah. But moved over there. Yeah, fell in know. love, fell in love with my dad. Are you just dual citizenship? Yep. Um, so, I mean, I got questions about the British monarchy. Growing up, <laughs> were you like... <laughs> the queen! Were you, were you aware that you lived under the, the rule of a queen? She, you said she was the head of state. Yeah, she's our head of but state. But it's very like subversive. You don't mm-hmm. know. You're kind of led to believe that you live in a free state. Yeah. 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 I uh, So uh, the, when I became aware of the fact that because obviously like when you're at school, you learn about Aussie history. You don't learn about British history. You learn about Aussie history. You learn about Federation or blah, 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 blah. You know, like when um, the first fleet landed in Australia and, and colonized, yada, yada. We learn about all of that. Um, I didn't know probably until I was actually maybe in my late teens that we weren't a republic. Because I remember we studied stuff at school and I was like, oh, well, you know, I would probably vote to have us be a republic. And I had friends who were like, no, I want to be, you know, we need the monarchy still. And that's a whole that's actually a whole argument is a lot of conservatives in Australia are like, we need to still be part of, you know, or at least have the monarchy as like our head of state, so to speak, even though it's the queen. We, she gives royal assent on all of our legislation that gets passed. So, I mean, it's, it's more of a ceremonial thing, but it's still active, I guess. Like she, she controls the military. And so she, is she the one ordering these lockdowns? No, but she's not saying no to them. She's 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 Dude. assenting to them. What if what if there's like a secret conspiracy where the queen actually is giving instructions to her subjects and she's actually controlling New Zealand and Australia? And well, I think it's funny to call it a conspiracy when she's literally yeah. the queen, the monarch, the, the head of state I mean, yeah. for these, the for these sole God given leader of the country of, by divine of providence. The, the commonwealth. <laughs> she is queen of the Britons. You I want mean, to talk about corrupt institutions that have ties to. Children that do bad. I, I can't even say it. <laughs> the, the royal family. My goodness gracious. There's well, so Prince many d- deep down the rabbit holes that you could go down whoa, there. Whoa, Not whoa. just them. I heard rabbit hole. They're bad. Yeah. Sweet, Speaking, we, of rabbit holes. Speaking of rabbit hole. Yeah. Oh, nice so uh, what, what an excellent segue, Luke. That was perfect timing. <laughs> My friends, we have to talk about this. Uh, I'm ashamed of each and every one of you. Oh. Mm-hmm. Luke, Ian, Sydney, Lydia. Yeah. Critical thinking? What were you thinking? Critically. The New York Times says... Critically. Critical thinking... <laughs> and, uh, hold on. I'm going to read this for you. This is a quote from the New York Times. No. Critical thinking, as we're taught to do it, isn't helping in the fight against misinformation. Wait, wait. Uh, Check out this first line. Gosh. All right. For an academic, Michael Caulfield has an odd request. Stop overthinking mm-hmm. what you see online. Sit down. Shut up. Believe what you're told and move on, good sir. Yes, sir. The New York Times, this is what they say. Mr. Caulfield, the digital literacy expert at Washington State, knows all too well, in Vancouver, mind you, knows all too well at this very moment 
more people are fighting for the opportunity to lie to you than perhaps any other point in human history. Misinformation, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we get it. Quote, we're taught that in order to protect ourselves from bad information, we need to deeply engage with the stuff that washes up in front of us. Mr. Caulfield told me recently, he suggested that the, the dominant mode of media literacy, if kids get taught any at all, and that's a good point, is that, quote, you'll get imperfect information and then use reasoning to fix that somehow. But in reality, that strategy can completely backfire. In other words, resist the lure of rabbit holes, in part by reimagining media literacy for the internet hellscape we occupy. Let me tell you what's really being said here, because I can translate for all of you. They don't want you investigating the news. They don't want you listening to conversations like this. You want to know how, how easy it is? I'll, I'll, give you, I'll tell you guys all this. How do you know who's actually lying and who's telling the truth? The person who's telling you the truth tells you to listen to the ideas of other people and come to your own conclusion to be a free, sovereign individual. Why? Mm -hmm. I don't want power over you. I don't want to own your life or rule your life or make you do anything for me. I want you to find what's best for you. That empowers other people. The people who would tell you, don't think critically. Don't, don't investigate these things. Don't watch these other channels. They do want things from you. They want to manipulate. They want to control you. They want you for a purpose. I don't care what you do. I don't care if you want to go home, dress up like a banana and juggle bananas. I don't care if you want to dress up like a clown and go to a clown party. That's your thing. You do your thing. Anybody telling you not to do what you want to do to be free as long as you're not hurting others and who would lie to you and tell you not to listen to others or would censor opinions or my stars and garters. New York Times saying, don't think critically. Well, they These say people are manipulating well, the you. way they phrase that critical thinking as we're taught. So uh -huh. maybe what they're implying is we're not being taught proper critical thinking skills. And I can kind of identify what maybe he's saying is that there's a propensity when you're reading something to just disbelieve it. Like you don't want to believe everything you see, obviously, but you don't want to necessarily disbelieve it either. So to rebuff ideas and to become so, you know, contrastual just as a reflex is also a problem. And maybe that's what a lot of people are doing. It's a it's a fair point to say, don't go down the rabbit hole. Because then people become flat earthers and other weird stuff. But then saying critical thinking as we we're taught. No, no, no. Look, I mean, I get the point for sure. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. What they're really saying is actually think critically. They're not saying that. The opening line was don't overthink things. So what? I open the newspaper and it says X just happened. The, 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 an American destroyer was attacked in the Gulf of Tonkin. Don't overthink it. It just happened. Accept it as reality. And then, you know, the Vietnam War starts, and then we find out later <laughs> it didn't really happen. And, you know, and maybe we should have overthought that. I feel like when you're at university, there's like a big thing where you are taught not well to think critically. I don't know if that was, you know, anyone else's experience, but that was definitely mine. And I feel like maybe that I, I don't think that's what the New York Times is saying, just by the way. Like, I definitely think this is them being like, don't look too deeply into things because then you might start questioning narratives that you're not supposed to question. How, but how, certainly, sorry. How, how are you taught critically? <laughs> like, what was your I just don't feel like we were. I feel like it was one of those things where like when I was at school. And I, so my first degree was I, I studied criminology and then my second, my master was in journalism because, you know, here I am mm -hmm. sort of doing that. Um, but I feel like there wasn't a, a huge emphasis on actually digging deeper into things. It was sort of like accept this on the surface and maybe look a little bit into it. Here are the sources, the approved sources that we're okay with you looking at. Don't go beyond these. Or if you do look at these, these and these and these because these are, you know, supplementary readings. But it wasn't like go and do your own research and then write me something new and impressive. It, that wasn't the emphasis. And I feel like that's what critical thinking is. Taking a prompt or an idea or whatever, reading something about it going okay 
and then looking deeper and then going down this hole and going over here and, and, and basically building an idea of something from multiple angles and sources and coming to your own conclusions. We're not taught to do that. I wasn't taught to do that at school, at university. And I feel like a lot of young people coming out of that system probably don't have the skills that they should when it comes to thinking more in depth about things. I'm not saying that everyone has to be conservative or has to solely go to conservative sources and that's all they can read and that's the only place that's going to give them true and accurate information. No, look at everything across the board and then derive your conclusion. Yeah, times have changed in the last 20 years, especially with the internet, because now looking at everything is impossible. There's so much information relative to 1996 when I was you know, in school. You can more easily find the sources. So if someone makes a claim and you can't verify the source, you can question it and, and, and hold it in doubt. We used to trust it more. When the New York Times would come out and say an anonymous source told us this, people would be like, I guess it's true because mm-hmm. what else are we going to do about it? Now we can actually be like, hold on, let me look into that. But here, here's the dangerous thing about what, what, what the New York Times is doing. They hold themselves to a special standard. That's basically it. In, in the article, they say, you know, here's some four principles of what you should do when you encounter you know, potential disinformation or whatever. They say, one, stop. Two, investigate the source. Three, find better coverage. Four, trace claims, quotes, and media to the original context, otherwise known as SIFT. Here's a quote. Is Robert F. Kennedy Jr. the best unbiased source on information about a vaccine? I'd argue no. And that's good enough to know we should probably just move on, he said. And uh, I'd like to edit in a little sentence. While completely ignoring Bill Gates is not a scientist nor a doctor. (laughs) You see the point. When Bill Gates comes out, they say, every, oh, it's great. Bill Gates is a plan. And here's what he's saying. Here's his advice. And the New York Times says, well, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. was an anti-vaxxer, so don't trust him. It's that they apply this standard of we must not overthink things and must analyze only when it's the narrative they want. Mm-hmm. So a good example is how like Wikipedia w- works, for example. I can come out and say something like I'm in favor of a universal healthcare system that also has private health insurance, much like most of the developed world. I am not in favor of abolishing private uh, insurance. And I was a big fan of Bernie Sanders in 2016. And they'll say Tim Pool is not a good source on what he actually believes, even when he says it. But then I can come out and say something like I am pro 2A and they'll write Tim Pool says he is full pro 2A. If it is a right wing position, they'll say, well, he said it. So it's true. If it's a left wing position, they'll say, nope, nope. He's not a good source of this information. So Tim mm-hmm. Pool can't be left wing. They use whatever narrative they want. They use the rules only when it best suits them. Don't think critically, they say, unless, of course, it's negative, you know, it's something negative against our opponents, in which case you must think critically and sift and go through the sources. That's the name of the game, I suppose. This is That's why how the media they... sucks, though. This is why the media is, I just, I'm not going to start, but I mean, this is why the oh, mainstream please, is, <laughs> this is just why the mainstream media really gets under my skin because... You're right. Like, and, and I think a lot of conservatives, obviously, like the, being that that's the space that I occupy a lot of the time is that conservative libertarian esque ground. But a lot of people on the right, too, I don't think are willing to admit that the right wing is just as bad when it comes to spinning things or hand, cherry picking information and creating particular narratives or, around things where they're not quite telling the truth. For example, I mean, like, even that Coke thing, and I'm not defending what Coke did at all. I think it that's gross. But, I mean, they put out a statement that basically said, hey, you know, um, this is not actually the sole focus of our curriculum. It was just part – I know, and, I, and you're making a face at me. But uh-huh. I'm just saying, like, there's there's that caveat to the story that I think they're buttholes for what they did. And I think it's disgusting. And I, you know, like I said, I put that in the video I made. I 
you know, I'm trying not to swear at Tim. It's so hard for me to try to find <laughs> Save all it for the, the after show. Um, Aussies. But it's, you know, I, so, so my, my point here is that you're allowed to be like, Coke are a bunch of buttholes. And I think that they suck. You know, what they did was shitty. And sorry. I was trying, I was trying <laughs> to avoid it. I was trying to. You can't I, help it. It I was just trying it. to get out. <laughs> it did it. What they did was yucky and we don't like it. And, you know, whatever. But then you, you caveat and you go, but this is also what they said. Because then it's a more, you've. You know, you, you're not yeah, being but, but, dishonest. Look, look. There's no but, but twist I don't, there. I don't, who's being who, who's being dishonest? I'm not about saying it. anyone was being dishonest, but I'm saying there, that in this context, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Uh, more information I, is better, in my opinion. I took issue with the wind wind turbine story in Texas mm-hmm. because all the conservatives, like not all of them, but all of these conservatives, are coming out and saying the wind turbines froze and it shut down the grid and it caused all the damage. Mm-hmm. And in reality, also gas lines were freezing and there was a bunch of oh, other yeah. issues. But it does seem because we did have on uh, one. One fellow was an uh, energy expert who basically said if it wasn't for the wind turbines going down, the demand for gas wouldn't have skyrocketed, causing this you know domino effect, essentially. Mm-hmm. But to come out and say that it was the sole reason for the crisis was not completely true. Right. So you have AOC coming out and saying, no, it's the problem of the gas lines. We need a Green New Deal. And many on the right saying it's the wind turbines. And I'm like, the reality is they didn't winterize the wind turbines. Right. They, they, there, there are wind turbines in Antarctica. And they work because it doesn't snow. Mm-hmm. So in Texas, they needed to better winterize them and prepare for this. And mm-hmm. it seems like they weren't prepared for a winter storm, even though it happened in 2011. Right. So it's not entirely. Yes, there, it's fair to say that when the wind turbines froze up, it caused a cascade effect. Mm-hmm. Texas could have prepared. Now, I hear them saying that Joe Biden denied some emergency relief. So it's always much more complicated than anything. But I will tell you this, for the most part, conservatives know what the left is thinking. And when they write about it, they don't need to snub details. They might give you their biased version of it, mm-hmm. sure, but the left outright just manipulates. Oh, I'm not saying that conservatives like lie in the same way that the left does. Definitely not. But they definitely they still spin things. I still see things sure, and sure, I go, yeah. I know for a fact that what is written in this article is part of the story. And there's a whole other element to this that if they just added a single sentence acknowledging that other part of it, it would be a more holistic better well-rounded story that people could read and go okay i now at least know basically more or less the full details of it i'm not saying that i mean the left just make crap up that's the thing that headbutting microphones here that's the thing that annoys me so much is they just make things up but i I don't know i hate the media in general like across the board just because of this the dishonesty and the twisting of information i got a a, a correction and i'm I'm actually really happy about this so pointer i did i did a segment on this on my timcast news channel So I I tweeted something very snarky. I said, Time Magazine just came out and said that a cabal rigged the election. I'm sorry. They said they didn't rig the election. They fortified it by changing the rules and the laws and manipulating the flow of information. It was just snarky, but I made no declaration in this. Mm -hmm. Time Magazine said this. And then I said, they. I'm sorry, they didn't say it was rigged because I was trying to be silly. So Pointer writes an article. And they said a controvert, you know, controversial YouTuber, Tim Pool, published a post which claimed or which said the election was rigged. You see how they use weasel words to get through that? Because mm-hmm. but the, the tweet did not say that. In fact, the tweet said it isn't rigged. It's mm-hmm. fortified. So they use that as a manipulation. Here's the best part. So this one outlet, I'm not going to name because they did me the solid. They, they apologized, corrected immediately and fixed the context in full, which did something amazing in the full context from this pointer article. It says Tim Pool's post was wrong. 
It claimed the election was rigged. I never said that. I never said the election was rigged. I never said Trump really won. I've long said it's over. Biden won. And I got so many Trump supporters who were mad at me for it for a long time. Smack talking me saying he's not he's you know, he's he's going against Trump, whatever. So <laughs> they put this claim out there. They then got mad because what happened was Birdwatch, Twitter's independent user fact checking system, determined that my tweet was in, uh, in fact correct, not misleading, it said. And all the responses where people say Tim Pool is just referencing a Time Magazine article. He's citing a Time Magazine article. Mm -hmm. So another outlet sees the Pointer article and rewrites it because this is what news outlets do. It's called churnalism. Churn. Like they just see a story (laughs) and they rewrite it. In this, the the context evolved once more. Pointer wrote in a post from controversial YouTuber that stated the election was rigged. They didn't say I said it. Mm -hmm. They said the post stated it. So it's, it's clever weasel words. Well, this next outlet said Tim Poole, who wrote the election was rigged. I reached out to the writer and the the uh, manager for the company. And I said, you know, I humbly request a retraction. This is not correct. I said that it wasn't rigged, that it was fortified. I was just referencing a Time Magazine article. So in this new article, this is really amazing. They included my tweet and they removed the part where it said who wrote Tim Poole, who wrote the election was rigged and said, in a tweet from Tim Poole, who cited a Time magazine article claiming that a cabal of wealthy elites mm. were fortifying the election by changing rules and controlling the flow of information, Twitter flagged it as misleading. And with that simple correction, a legitimate correction. So my, my, my thanks to the writer on that. That was very uh, honorable. And, and this, this guy is particularly lefty. Uh, it changed the entire context of the article. Mm. Before, the article was saying Tim Poole lied and Twitter said it was real news. By fixing the context of my tweet, it says Tim Pool was correct. The users correctly identified this and Pointer is angry about it. Mm. So the article has now become the premier fact checking organization for Facebook. Pointer is outraged that I made a factual tweet that was it was just a snarky statement that users flagged it as not misleading and made them mad because they lost control of the narrative to a bunch of random Twitter users. Mm. So with that correction, I'm actually really, really happy. And uh, I'm not entirely hopeful that will always be the case. Mm-mm. But that's good news. Sounds like uh, the dude from the second article. Who's the company? The second? I didn't uh, name them. Um, <clears throat> actually went and read the Time Magazine article after you requested the retraction and then was like, whoa, this is just I'm, it just seems like it. I don't know if that's actually what happened. The, cra- the crazy like, thing whoa. about how, how the media works. Whoa! Whoa! The, you gotta I, read I do that this, time I, article, by the way. That, have you read that article? Yeah, yeah, I did. Well, so, so yeah, go psycho. There's, there's a trick that I do on Twitter <laughs> where I make statements that are vague, and I and I gotta admit, I learned this like from Michael Malice. Mm-hmm. Totally legit. Like, I love his tweets when he would respond to Trump saying, "We don't deserve him," <laughs> and you're like, "You don't know if it's saying it's good, good or, or bad." bad I yeah. love it. It's brilliant. And so I started making tweets. Where I would just try to avoid a, a hard, direct partisan opinion. The opinion would be a neutral, positive or negative opinion. Mm-hmm. And then you can see in the responses from people what they think of you. So that tweet, for instance, where I said Time Magazine said the election was rigged. I'm sorry, they didn't say it was rigged. Was I insulting Time Magazine? Mm-hmm. Or was, was I was I angry with Time for, mm-hmm. for, for lying? Or was I angry with the cabal of wealthy elites? Truth be told, both, to be honest. But I know to be precise with with my language. So what's interesting is this guy from Pointer, the Pointer Institute, they decide who gets to be a fact checker for Facebook. He read my tweet and said, oh, that controversial Tim Pool claiming the election's rigged. The other guy just wrote what the guy said. 
But when he actually read the tweet, he took it at face value. Tim Pool is referencing Time Magazine. That's it. My, my That's qu- fact. My question is, if someone is to change the rules of an election, is that not rigging the election? <laughs> well, I, I, I'm not. I didn't say that. Yeah, I would Tim, not ask. Tim's not making a statement. He's uh, just being neutral. Off the record. He's just trying to Even though we're everyone. on the record right now. <laughs> the, the, the point is, my issue is, I'm not going to come out and say the election is rigged. It's, it's not. And it's fortified. Time Magazine said. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Time Magazine. Inferred. But then I said, they said it wasn't rigged. Because I was just being snarky. Time Magazine literally said it wasn't rigging the election. It was fortifying it. The point I made in my video was, how would you define rigging something? If let's say, you know, let's say Ian and Luke were going to race. And then I tied Luke's shoe, shoelaces together. Oh, right. See, I was going to say, we'll just hobble one of you. But you went, went yeah. down well, a much, much nicer yeah. road. Oh. oh, my God. Well, well, hobbling. I was like, break a leg. OK. okay yeah. I think I think hobbling is a reference <laughs> to tying a rope to a donkey's legs. Yeah, I think so. No, I thought hobbling is where you get like I watched a movie a where and... this woman just went and just like smashed this guy's um, ankles together. Yeah. That's horrible. <laughs> All right. What the with a mallet. Well, was, well, look, look. What film was that? Oh, my God. No, I wonder if you Aussies are on an island. Let, let, let me put it this way. <laughs> There's a reason why we're all related to convicts. Oh, makes God. sense. The, like the rule changes uh, benefited everybody. It was make it easier to vote. But we know that Democrats are more likely to vote by mail. Oh, so while, I see. while the rule change would have benefited both sides... Democrats are more likely to vote by so mail. So if Luke and I were about to race and I was like, ah, let's race on one of those horizontal elevator things that at the airports where the ground is moving forward on it and we run am i rigging the race it would it would be more like if you said because i'm changing the physics of the race if you said this uh let's say there's a dude who's allergic to peanuts and you are like we're gonna race but i think it's fair that we give everyone a big jar of peanut butter for energy well one guy you know peanut peanut butter is normally good your opponent can't eat it so you are saying, no, 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 we're giving peanut butter to everyone. Plus, it's, it's not changing the rules they, to favor us. They did it covertly. Whatever they did, they did covertly, which is, well, if we no, knew no, ahead no, of time. No, no, that's, 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 the, fault, be, that's the fault of the media. They, 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 like in Georgia, in Pennsylvania, where these rule changes happened, it was publicly known. Oh. But you rely on a national media to come out and tell you what was happening. So the issue was that. The, the the question of rigging is not about it's it's not necessarily about whether or not fraud occurred because that, that I don't think I, I don't think that's an issue here. The, the bigger issue is were the changes constitutional, and uh, and and that's basically it. The, the other big news in that regard is that Supreme Court today said oh, no. Yeah, Clarence we're, we're, Thomas, yeah, yeah. Clarence Thomas was awesome. What, what did he say? So He's, well, so uh, I'll it, let Tim take this one. The Pennsylvania <laughs> Pennsylvania has been suing. It's because we because I've I've covered this so much, uh, and we had Sean Parnell on the show several times. Pennsylvania sued, arguing that the mail-in voting law was unconstitutional because their constitution in PA state says absentee ballots must be for this reason. And then they created universal mail-in voting, which basically negated absentee voting. The lower court said, you are correct and will likely win on the merits. And then it got, I think it got appealed to the state Supreme Court. The state Supreme Court said, you're too late. The merits don't matter. This bill was passed in fall of 2019. Therefore, it's done. So they filed, they filed an appeal to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court today said it's a moot point. Trump's not going to be president. So we refuse to hear this. Clarence Thomas got angry and he said, he basically said, if we wouldn't hear the case before the election and now we won't hear the case after the election, we have not solved the problem of breaking the rules in the election. And mm-hmm. it is not a moot point. And he was, he was pissed. He dissented. Amazing. He was the only one. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I'm on the show. 
Justice Clarence <laughs> Thomas. Yeah. Yes, that Get would be incredible. So I would cool. love to have him. He's amazing. But <laughs> mm, <laughs> yeah, he's a busy guy. Yeah, he's a busy guy. Um, but that'd be that'd be awesome. He's a rad dude. Uh, anyway, the point Wasn't is, was he the one that that um, Biden actually like gunned for a couple years ago? Was that him? Like in the nineties? Yeah, yeah. Back During when his the, uh, hearings, when yeah. he was uh, going to be when he was appointed, he had yeah. to go through the Senate hearings and. Uh, yeah, Biden went Biden after really him went brutally. For him. Yeah, yeah, awfully. Yeah, so I mean, like, wouldn't surprise me if that guy's like, well, Biden, I'm not so your the, biggest fan. This, oh, this, yeah. this is the question of rigging, right? Rigging is typically understood to mean that you are setting up a system to favor one participant or one competitor or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't necessarily mean cheating, although it's can, kind of considered to be a cheater kind of move. You know what I mean? I thought rigging was where you're setting something up to ensure that one person wins or comes yeah. out victorious or whatever. So to the detriment of other people. I don't even think that. Yeah. I think if you rig a system, you're just changing the way the system works. Yeah, that's actually a good you're point. Just setting up Maybe the rig. Maybe someone should Google what rigging means so that verb? we can get an actual definition. Well, so, well there's, there's two different ways to look at it. You can rig something. And that means literally to just make something do a thing you want. And then rigging a competition or a game means to ensure a favorable outcome typically. Or to ensure an outcome, period. Okay, like, my understanding was the middle of those three. Yeah, I always thought that was, it was just where basically you were ensuring that one person wins or whatever, you know, oh, whatever the context is. The official uh, definition of rig, the first one, is make a sailing ship or boat ready for sailing by providing Beautiful. its sails and yes. rigging. Yes. That's so not what we were... It's just preparing yeah. a boat for, for readiness. Um, Noted. That's all. That's the verb. That's Manage or conduct something fraudulently so as to produce a result or situation that is advantageous to a particular person. It, Where'd you get that definition? Cause, That's a good Google. One. Cause oh, an yeah. artificial yeah. rise or fall in prices. So I think it's fair to say that they weren't saying it was rigged because the Time Magazine article did not imply right. fraud. And that's why I was very careful with my words that they didn't say it was rigged. They said it was fortified. But I think to a certain degree, colloquial understanding is if you've changed the voting laws outside of the state state legislature in violation of the electors clause of the Constitution, a lot of people will view that as fraudulent, Mm -hmm. not as a voter fraud or election fraud or anything, but as unconstitutional actions that violate the supreme law of the land, our constitutions. So it's an interesting legal argument. Some people might argue there, there was one comment on my tweet where they said could be misleading because some may view this as clearly not rigging, just protecting election integrity, while others may claim that these were outside the electors clause and thus a violation. Mm-hmm. And so until it's adjudicated, it could go either way. And that's a fair point. So the question of whether or not this Time magazine is saying the election was rigged is an opinion on the definition of a word. Semantics. But I tell you this, the tribalists will take whatever they can get, right? The Trump supporters are going to say, no, that clearly means it was rigged. And the and the Biden people and the anti-Trump people are going to say he won fair and square. It, it, they were just protecting voter integrity. What I'm taking from this entire conversation, besides your point about the correction that was made, is that that second article, the way that that person structured what they were saying about what you said and time and everything is how writers should go about writing articles. You should give all the context. Well, you should. And that was really important because adding in that your response was to the Time article was crucial in people understanding actually what was said and who said it and when and why and how and whatever else. And this is what journalists do. The pointer in. Or fail to do, rather. Because they they don't do that that often. Kind of on purpose. Yeah. Manipulation. It's mess. So, So listen. The way that Pointer wrote my. wrote this opening sentence was crafted in a legal way. So I personally did not say the election was rigged. Mm-hmm. What they wrote was in a in a post from controversial YouTuber Tim Pool, comma, that stated the election was rigged. So they said in a post and the post said 
So now they can make an argument that the post has the words the election was rigged in it. Therefore, it must be, you know, our statement is a fact. Mm -hmm. I still think there's grounds for a false statement of fact because the post actually says they didn't rig it. The full post literally says they didn't rig it. But you can see how they're trying to skirt around the truth in such a way. The full context, if someone was actually reading it, they would say Tim Pool made a reference to a Time magazine article about a cabal of wealthy elites. What was his intentions? We don't know. We can't read his mind. Pointer Institute cut all, the, cut all the context out. They cut out the context of the Time magazine article itself. They said the actual article was just talking about protecting voter integrity, but that was left out of the tweet. I'm like, no, it wasn't. I quite literally said they were fortifying the election by changing the rules. That's a quote from the article. You can read the full article. I couldn't fit it into a, into a tweet. Journalists do this on purpose. They misshape sentences. They manipulate sentences. They, they frame things to, in such a way to make you believe something that may or may not be true. It, I just had this, this. It's so crazy that we live in a world where you can send out a tweet, where you can just type a, a paragraph that gets so much traction and human focus mm-hmm. and can alter the dialogue of the, of the world, of the earth, in like for months. I got an idea. I'm going to buy a boat and I'm going to name it The Election. <laughs> and then Ian. We'll rig it together. We'll rig it together. Yeah. All right. And then you can I'll tweet. The election Ian with can you. tweet. I can personally state as a statement of fact that I rigged the election. And right. then I'm going to steal it. Yes, <laughs> do it. No, no, but think about how funny it would be if you came out on Twitter and you were like, I can confirm I rigged the election. I rigged the election and Tim Pool was involved. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then people are going to be like, what are we saying? And then you'll and show then a picture Tim of you. Tim stole the, el- says uh, the election on it. Luke stole the election. Mm-hmm. See, that's, that, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. You got to call it the election. Call the boat the election. The election. Yeah, yeah the election. The 2020 election. That's the name of the <laughs> boat. <go>. Okay. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then when they write that you were that you posted fake news or whatever, or you can say that I know for a fact that the election got rigged and they'll be like, aha, see, he's lying. You then post a picture of the boat and be like, <laughs> it is a true statement. At the very least, we got a photo shot. Take it to court. No, but a judge is going to be like, get out of here. You know what you did. <laughs> Yeah, my brother once took a picture of himself holding a big bundle of sticks, and he says, "Hey, look at this huge." Oh my gosh! Because he was <laughs> love wheel. Because he was making a point about the use of words and everything. That's I don't know if he ever actually. I think he posted on Twitter. I'm not entirely sure. Post. Are you allowed to say that word in that context, though? No. Nope. Or is it always offensive? I mean, no, because the al- the computers don't know. This is so, true. So I'll tell you, uh, Keemstar had this happen to him. Oh yeah. Where he said, "There's there's a, a type of job, I guess you call it, the letter E mm-hmm. dash." Mm-hmm. Girl, mm-hmm. I spaced that out perfectly on, per- on uh, I spaced that out on on purpose mm-hmm. because they, the, the YouTube algorithm thought that word when he said it was actually the N word, and so in his subtitles yeah. it shows w- w- a version of the N word, and he got demonetized because of it. Amazing, and he was like, "I didn't say that word." <laughs> he said E dash. Girl, how did they? But how? It's YouTube AI. Artificial listen, listen, listen. I know that, that picks how? it up and then transcribes it. That word starts with a vowel, mm. so you would say an. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, and announce, and it uh-huh. depends how you pronounce it. I mean, YouTube's You're saying AI, it really fast. Yeah, YouTube's AI just took down a, a chess player for having right. white players and black players, oh, and <laughs> mentioning it too many times. Yeah, but they yeah. did that to him before. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's so. not the first time it's wasn't happened. It, wasn't it because also he was using terms to like threat and white and black? But that's normal. That's wow. normal. It's chess. It's just Christ. That, a while back, an Australian on an Australian network, a, a radio network, someone suggested that is it racist because white pieces move first in chess? Definitely. Yeah. They've That's... long they've long said yes. Is that yeah. like an ancient Moorish European conflict? I, surely there's a reason why. 
I don't think there's any real, real thought behind the colors, especially because the game was being played among Europeans. It was literally just the different color pieces. Opposite colors, yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess you could have like red and... What's the opposite yeah, red of red and blue? blue. Well, but well, no, but <laughs> red and green. I think. Green. Sometimes I, this is what I'm saying before. We, I was saying this just before. You know how I'm the dumbest smart per, or sm- smartest <laughs> dumb person I know. There you I go. I'm not clever. <laughs> is it? But uh, green? Yeah. <laughs> red and you green. could just say Santa. the you know the black <laughs> pieces go first if you want you to. Could, yeah. yeah. But I don't think they decided to make it the queen's on her own color. Is that like a gender thing? What about mm. nobility? The queen is powerful. <laughs> it's classist. Yeah. Chess it is, is classist. classist. That's like a tongue in Sacrifice the pawn. The yep. woman is the power behind the man. I think that's what that... that, that so are you saying it's matriarchal then? Chess yes. is then matriarchal. So society is matriarchal. Beautiful. I got it. Let's Feminist make all of the pieces it. pawns. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Boom. Checkers. There you go. <laughs> Communism. Well, it would still be different from checkers, <laughs> I know, I know. but... Communism. Mm-hmm. Yep. There you go. Mm. The socialists finally get what they want. Everything is equal. The commies get what they want. Everything is equal. And no one has any gender. And everything is just the same. Perfect. That's you know what's really funny. You ever watch the Fairly Odd Parents? Yes. No. Oh, I love that seen, show. You seen the episode where uh, I think he wished everybody was the same so that nobody would be bullied, oh. and then everyone was a gray blob, but they oh. still found a way to bully people. <laughs> yep. Like even though they were all now gray blobs, and it was like a really amazing point for like a kids show to tell people that no matter what you do, mm. people are will will still find a way to be nasty and mean to you. Mm-hmm. And now here we are in this world where apparently nobody got the message. And they're like, everybody should be genderless and shaved heads. Like, it, Oh, you know what? It's like that South Park episode where the, the, the future people come mm-hmm. and they're all bald, olive-colored skin people who speak a mix of every language. The only thing that South Park got wrong was that, oh, no, no, they got this right too. The genders were identical. Yeah, the people all looked the exact same. That's really interesting. Yeah, but it won't stop oppression because some people sleep on the top bunk and some people sleep on the bottom bunk and gravity... Like if you spill your cup and the guy's down below you, so yep. you your highness is going to be all you know have the advantage. Your highness. No, but that's why you just sleep in the pod. Yeah, and eat the bugs. Yep. All right, all right. Let's uh, let's jump to super chats, everybody. If you have not already, send us your super chats. I'll try to read as many as I can. But also smash that like button, subscribe to the notification bell, and check out TimCast.com for exclusive members only content. And uh, you know when we have issues with with full episodes we will upload them exclusively to the website because look a lot of people don't like hearing it but youtube has already given us a warning on one of our episodes and if we get another strike for any reason that means the show's off for a whole week and then we'll if that happened we'd still do the show we just stream it somewhere else but that's still really bad and we want to avoid that that also means if there are things we want to talk about it's going to be at timcast.com because we're just trying to make sure we're navigating everything properly. I don't want to sacrifice the entire channel and my ability to produce content because it would shut down my other channels as well because one person said something and we can move it over or something like that. So that uh, keep that in mind. We're doing our best. But uh smash the like button. Let's read some of these super chats. Padre Mortalis says, "Tim used gorilla glue on his beanie confirmed." Yep. Okay. <laughs> that is not confirmed. <laughs> you said it, de- though. De- deplorable pirate Captain Gunbeard says, oh, yes. A question for progressives. If only white people can be oppressive, is it immoral for a person of color to own white slaves? Oh. It's interesting about... Uh, so, the the isn't there like a... Cor- I don't know exactly know this, the correlation, but Slav and slave... Root word. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. The yeah. Word. Is the same, yeah. That and is. robot as well. Mm-hmm. Who, do, do you know anything about the history of like... Who enslaved the Slavs? Was it the Was it the Turks, like the Ottoman Empire? Uh, I'm, I don't know, but I'm taking the privilege uh, of knowing so. But uh, again, Europe is just a whole bloody territory of conquerors and conquest. You look at what Julius Caesar did to the Celtics. My God. 
goodness, there's, I mean, history is pretty much people stabbing each other and killing each other yes. when you look at it at the context of Europe. So there's what there were, and then, and then in, in Roman times, slaves were pretty much, uh, money. They were mm-hmm. valued. And during big conquests, they would make sure to keep people alive to sell them later because that was pretty much a currency. So slaves right. and Slavic people were their own kind of currency. Uh, the Celts, uh, you know, were often traded by the Romans when they were con- uh, conquered by Julius Caesar. And a lot of them, I mean, they, the Celts had uh, people in Portugal and Poland and, and some places as far as Turkey. So uh, we have a long history of, of murder, of conquest and slavery all in that region. Jeez. Yeah. We have a whole bunch of super chats where people are just screaming, Sydney. Sydney. Stephen A says, Sydney, I love your channel. It's cool to see you on Tim's show. You rock. Yes. Jake says, yay, Sydney. She's my favorite strange Aussie. (laughs) Just cause cause says, so glad to see Sydney on the show. Her comedy skits always make me laugh. Yes. I love it when that people think I'm funny. That's the best thing, honestly, (laughs) because I just sometimes I I watch my content back and I'm like, what's your skit to politics ratio? Um, I would say 30% stupid and 70% politics, but. I'm introducing characters. I have the most disgusting wigs. It's just dreadful. Oh, I want to get wigs. How am I an adult? <laughs> it's bad. You actually, yeah. I mean, like, hey, well, that's that's your thing. There you go. Let's Buy wig some up. wigs. Yeah. Let's do Rainbow it. Rainbow ones. Wigging out. Wig out. I'm wigging Love on. It. Daniel Welch says, Ian, the fake heme is made from genetically modified bacteria and has been rushed through testing for safety. Oh, my Big God. Big industry money influence. Yuck. Wow. Yikes. Oof. Anton Kristoff says, fourth time the charm, fingers crossed, with how much you talk about veganism, you should have James Wilkes on, worked on the Game Changers, MMA fighter, and trains U.S. military. Yeah, that sounds cool. I like talking food, health, veganism, and all that stuff. That's great. Jordan Fowler says, will you upload Friday's show? Please and thank you. It is on all podcast platforms, and we're going to put it on TimCast.com. And we will put it up for free for everybody. I think we have the ability to do that now. And so we will try our best. We'll do that later tonight. We'll try. TJ Pollock says, hey, Tim, you're, uh, hey, Tim, just your average everyday FedEx driver. Question about magic. Do you guys play commander? And if so, who you guys play as commander? I quit magic. I'm done. Yeah, I played Urza and beat the hell out of Tim. So he stopped. Actually, I played Urza first. You did. And I had like stasis. (laughs) It was so brutal. Winter's orb. And everybody was like, dude, nobody wants to play you anymore. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to play anymore. Kai car. And then I switched to some lower powered commanders. And then Ian was like, now I'm going to destroy you all. And I was like, dude, this is not fun. Yeah, I'm not going to (laughs) lose. No, magic's, magic's not That's fun fair. anymore because it's just rich man wins. We've yeah. talked about that. Have you played magic? No, no. I have no idea what you're talking about. Magic the <laughs> Gathering, it's a card game. Oh, no, like a, like a literal like in-person? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, well, I mean, it's the, online, what's too. What's the but... objective? Is it to beat Tim? Um, there's a, yeah, each just, player yes. has 20 <laughs> lives. Everyone in the world. And you play creatures and spells to attack your opponent. And, like Yu-Gi-Oh? No. Sim- yeah, yeah. It's Yu-Gi-Oh like, was a predecessor. It's, it's, came after okay. Magic. Okay. Magic. Chess and poker I, combined. I knew a thing. It's awesome. Chess and poker combined. And it's kind of like okay. witch, not witchcraft, but has like ancient traditions of magics, like black magic and white magic. But red, that's racist blue and green magic. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Aren't they, aren't they changing like nature it? magic? Stupid. I hope not. Yeah, no, no. I, I read something fi- about like... The five star, you know, magic. One color affects two other. It's really cool. <laughs> okay. Noted. All right, Noted. Land- I might not be smart enough for that, though, to be completely honest. Easy. Landon says, I literally ran to my phone from across the warehouse I work in when I heard Sydney was on. Uh-huh. Based bad dad jokes and beautiful to boot, she's the best. Dad, dad oh, there you go. Yes. Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Parallel Knight says, Sydney, how did you become a citizen of the U.S. from Australia? It's my dream to move to U.S. from U.K. and collect historical firearms. Mm. 
Any info would be very helpful. Thanks, everyone. Free the code. Go, Ian. <laughs> so, um, well, I cheated the system because my mom is a U.S. citizen. So me getting citizenship was just by virtue of being born and being a human being that was born to a yank. So um, I think that there's a honestly, I've had a couple friends who've wanted to become citizens. And I think it's a very complicated process as far as my understanding yeah. goes. And I think that there's a bunch of different visas you can start off with. But I think you either have to get sponsored or you have to I, well, guys, correct me if you know any information about this, because I, I frankly am not an expert. Because, I mean, like you guys, I was just born as a citizen. But I think it's just the visas are really difficult to get. That's my understanding in the very least. You need, a, you need to apply online to go to Australia if you're an American. Yeah, you do. It's because yeah. it's like you guys made it hard for us and for the Brits as well. And so we made it really hard back. Because of COVID? No, 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 just generally, before, like, yeah. if, um, if anybody ever wants to move to Australia, you can get a two-year visa like that. Well, if you're under 30, you can. I don't know what it's like when you're over 30, but moving there's, between Commonwealth countries is easy. There's just a ton of super chats where they're like, Sydney, yay! <laughs> but That's three, so cute, I love that. Felix Antoine Morin says, Hi from Quebec. Your show helped me stay awake and not become woke. I'm an elementary. I'm I'm an elementary school, and I fight wokeness on the ground by showing children stoicism and JBP cool. wisdom. You're an entire elementary school. That's impressive. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding, but uh, yeah, Jordan Peterson's awesome. Stoicism, stoicism awesome. is great too. Mm. 3D Pyromaniac says, "Amen, Tim." I don't remember exactly what that was from, but uh, I appreciate it. Ry, uh, Rilo says, "Watson's mixed accent reminds me of how I got my accent southern." Our ancestors never fully kicked the accents uh, of the old countries. Very cool. <laughs> oh, well, at least someone appreciates it. Thank Heck you. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be really interesting when you get a mix of like standard non-regional American, mm. Southern Texan and Australian all mixed together. <laughs> oh, my God. It's going yeah. to be even now, like sometimes I accident. And I'm not trying to be a, like a doodlehead about it. And like I'm trying. Do you see how hard I'm trying not to swear? You, yeah. Man, you <laughs> really got me in a vice. <laughs> You were like, oh, I don't swear. I never swear. And then, uh, it yeah. comes out sometimes because I hang out with Elijah so much. And when, you know, we uh, get going, yeah. it's just and I swear a lot, like a lot. I don't swear on my channel at all, but I swear a lot in everyday life. And I feel like it's just an Aussie thing. Just every so other word. I'm just shattering the illusion now. People yeah. are like, oh, my God. My understanding is that the C word in Australia is more like saying buddy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, dep it depends which kind of Aussies you ask. But most Aussies would just be like, yeah, what's up? see you next tuesday <laughs> um but no what was i talking about i've completely lost my train of thought your accent accent yes yeah. so when it ends up being i accidentally say y'all and i go sydney Ooh. no no darling you're not from this place <laughs> do not stop that i say y'all all the time but that's because my you're dad you're an american though it's okay well, my dad's from waco and so i grew up with him saying it all the time and i'm just i like it it you sounds I mean? cute it's cute i like when people say y'all it's a good word yeah it's easy yeah Aussie say use not not a fan use of that. not into that Use guys. That's a that's a Brooklyn thing, isn't yeah. it? Use, use, use guys. Yins apparently is a thing. Actually, yeah. you know what? I'm gonna call you out, Ian. You said crayon before. It's crayon. 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 You're right. Mm. Cran. K R A N. Keep me yep. honest. Some mm. wax crayons. I didn't know this was a thing until recently. Crayon. You disgusting. Yep. I'm creature. a Northeast Ohioan. Wax. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, Poofy says Tim's description of Sweden's race, Swedish racist sounded exactly like the description for Democrats. LOL. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sounds about right. Mm -hmm. Julian Powell says, Luke, don't ever mention Bill Cosby again. You have hardly researched the details of those cases. And Hannibal Burris, he was propped up by Hollywood. Oh, SmackDown. Oh, snap. You got you're, challenged. You're entitled to your opinion. Send me some uh, <laughs> evidence uh, to the contrary. I'd love to hear it. Uh, Twitter.com forward slash Luke, we are changed. Send me what you got. That could change my mind. Yeah. Send me what you got. That's right. <laughs> David Aramon says, love Sydney's content. 
Tim, I recommend a topic and guests normally not allowed. I know you shoe on head and Sydney for a center left and right discussion on men's rights and feminism's impact on culture and society. Shoe is always welcome to come on the show. I will say it's like pulling teeth to get leftists to come on there. They there's just a million and one excuses for every single time they've ever been invited as to why they can't do it. I'll say this much. If Shu, I don't know if you and Shu know each other, if you oh, and yeah, June are yeah, friends. Yeah. I used to love her content. She's yeah. part of the reason why I... You used know. to? Yeah, used to. What does used that mean? To. Um, Those are fighting words. No, I think <laughs> I, I, I have her muted on Twitter, but I... Whoa, even just, more fighting words. No, I, I really, I think she's so funny and I think her sense of humor is brilliant, but no, I would, I, you know what? I'd for sure do it, June. I, we've never spoken, but I once sent you an email. <laughs> I don't think she'll do it. No, well, I'm just saying, you know, everyone go harass her. The 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 no 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 not harass harass is in like go say love the two. No, but I don't the, I don't listen. Go encourage her. The, the encourage, problem. Encourage. There we go. The, the problem with the the left is there's too vicious. Like, don't get me wrong. You've got vicious you think people. June would be vicious. No, not her. Yeah, is that she would get eviscerated oh, by? Oh yeah, that's that's. I mean, fair. like, you know, be a good the, show like, though. Sure, sure. She tweeted something about, uh, it was really funny. It was like remembering like November 22nd or something. And it said like Bernie Sanders was winning the primary. And the next image is like a crying Pepe or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then I responded with that Time Magazine article said they started this effort in the fall of 2019. These are high profile Democrats and media conglomerates fortifying the election before the primary. And then we know what happened with Iowa, where Bernie, like the results like never came in. I guess there was this weird app or something. The left has routinely complained that Bernie Sanders gets cheated all the time. I tweeted it agreeing, like, look at this article that said this. And then her followers attack, attack, attack. I tweeted to Hassan. Uh, uh, Peeker. 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 Yep. I, congrats when he, when he broke half a million subs and his, they just go nuts, crapping all over me, insulting. Oh, that's really awful. Well, no, by I, all didn't, means. I didn't realize that that was, I thought her, her audience was, was mostly people like you and me, like the us's in no, this No, no, no. She's like, I think her, she's got like anti-woke leftists for the most part now. There, there was, yeah. Why okay. you, you said you had, you, you said you had her muted on Twitter. I assumed you, you. Oh, uh, she you just know. posted, like there was one thing, I can't remember what it was, but it really, because I don't like blocking people and I don't, I just think it's psycho. Like, unless you're actually abusing me, I'm not going to block you. I just, nah. but, um, I, I muted her because she just started saying things that I was like, I don't, it was just stuff that I was like, Oh dude, like this is like way out in left field. No. Whereas I'm like, I follow a lot of liberals. I do because I like getting an alternative viewpoint. I think it rounds out my perspectives a lot. But when people just go, there was something that she did. I can't remember what it was, but it went over the edge for me. And I was like, I'm out. There are a lot of people that used to be like anti SJW who have just basically stopped paying attention and mm -hmm. then just given in to whatever the narrative is. Yeah. I wonder if, uh, look, I'm malicious, by the way. <clears throat> me, me muting her was not, it wasn't malicious. Like, I don't have beef with her. We've never spoken. You I just was like, I wonder health. if, do you know, it's what, do you know what happened? Yeah, you know what happened with uh, Lauren Southern and Shu? No. Like, they had done oh, videos. Yeah. Weren't they friends? They'd done videos together. Yeah. And then, like, I guess Shu put out a statement saying she couldn't be friends with Lauren Southern anymore or something. Mm. And then, like, retracted it or something like that. I don't know a whole lot about it, but I wonder if, you know, I, I wonder if there, there are a lot of people, there are, like, there are people that I've literally hung out with and have been friends with who started disparaging me incorrectly. Like, mm -hmm. like being critical on things that weren't true. Are you talking about me? No, I'm talking about other, <laughs> other, Just like, anti-SJW YouTuber types. Who have been like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to say this about Tim. And it's like, bro, you just made like, that's not true. Like, mm -hmm. like, I, I think that there's, I think what happened was 
there are a lot of people whose careers are built on YouTube. And when they were going after the anti-SJWs, I'm sorry, when they were anti-SJW, challenging critical theory and all that stuff, and they still kind of do, but when they were very heavily into it, hardcore and aligned with all the Keck memes and everything, they were making money. And then once they started seeing seeing people get banned for this Mm -hmm. and seeing the mainstream go after the Keck flag and those memes, all of a sudden their tunes changed. And and the videos they put out changed and the things they started saying was changing. And now many of these people who were once, I don't know, like hanging out with Lauren Southern are all of a sudden propping up you know, far leftists and their audience has totally flipped and stuff. And there's a lot of them who did it. They they don't want to get banned. They don't want to lose their income. And, you know, hey, well, when it's a business, it's a business, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I can respect that. Not that, well, no, respect's the wrong word. I don't know the right word, but I get it. I get it. Yeah, I I can understand it, I guess. Um, But yeah, I I don't, I don't want people thinking I like dislike June. I don't, I just. There's, there's, it's, you know, I've invited a ton of leftists. Tons. If you ever get Vosh on, let me know. We did. We had we him did, on. Yeah. Yeah. Shut up. I love him. Yeah. Props to him. He came on. Yeah. yeah it was really? great. Four hour conversation too. A lot of oh, arguments. Yes. I love most people though. And uh, you know, so so you know, props to him. We we disagree on a lot of things, but uh, that was all right. I think, you know, I don't necessarily trust his. I don't. I don't. I don't believe him and his opinions. Mm-hmm. Like you know, how do you? Why do you think they're disingenuous? Or well, how do you praise roving bands of black clad individuals burning down black <gasps> neighborhoods and then support? 25,000 National Guardsmen being in D.C. Mm-hmm. There's no principle there. Like, are you in favor of, like, attacking minority communities? Now, I understand they might argue that's hyperbolic of me to say. No, no, literally, like, in Atlanta, when that rapper was a big mic, came out and said, please stop burning down my, my business, my neighborhood. Right. Like, I'm not saying that he, like, Vosh directly supported that specific moment. But just, like, when I criticized the police mm-hmm. heavily, it was because they were destroying the working class. When I criticized Antifa and the Black Lives Matter riots, it's because they were destroying the working class. When I criticized 25,000 troops in D.C., it's because it's literally an authoritarian lockdown. It's always, my opinion is always about, like, the working individuals, the freedom and the rights of the people. People like Vosh, and this is just my opinion, he's allowed to disagree, and maybe he'll say I'm, I'm incorrect. But he comes out, and it's like his position is supporting supporting Antifa, but like, bro, they, they burned down a black firefighter's bar in Minneapolis. Like, are you going to come out and condemn that? No. You're going to you're going to defend the actions mm-hmm. of these people, P- probably maybe even calling out individually. But I think they should be wholly condemned for doing this and not protected. And then when I tweeted something like, you know, DC's under lockdown, Vosh tweeted at me, well, is there a reason you think that may be the case? And I was like, bro, I just tweeted in support of Rashida Tlaib, a leftist, when she said, do not allow the government to expand their security powers over this. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, there's you know a reason for it to be happening. I'm like, no, there's no context in which I'm going to support 25,000 federal troops locking down our nation's capital. Sorry, mm-hmm. I'm not an authoritarian. So anyway, I digress. There's a lot of people who claim to be leftists, but they can't sit in the hot seat. They won't do it. They'll make up every excuse in the book. They'll go, oh, COVID. Oh I, oh, I can't do it. I'm like, Vosh was here. He had no issues. He didn't get sick or anything. Like, we have hand sanitizer. We clean the whole place. We take care of that. I think the reality is most conservatives are uh, not not all, definitely not all. But I would say most conservatives truly believe what they're saying. Yeah. The leftists who are willing to come on a show like this believe what they're saying and are brave. There are a lot of leftists who probably believe what they're saying, but are scared of getting eviscerated by the by the cult or the the collective because they will. And cancel culture is brutal. Conservatives have their version of cancel culture for sure. 
but they're much more tolerant of people who disagree with them. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's because they've grown up being used to people saying you, you suck and you're bad. You know what I mean? Accusing of racism. <laughs> so so I'll, I'll say this. I, I will paint with a broad brush a lot of these anti-SJW YouTubers who have gone left as cowards who have simply changed their actual opinions in order to stay safe and maintain some kind of career. That's really what I think. Mm. I think, you know, it, you see what they say, you see who they disavow, you see how their opinions change. And it's like, oh, that's just so convenient for you, isn't it? Maintaining your business. And then, and then meanwhile, their fans call other people grifters. Well, I know they love that word, don't they? Yeah, yep. Grifter. Anyway, let's, uh, let's keep <laughs> reading. Just a lot of tweets, you know, uh, Sydney and Tim on one show. It must be my birthday. I love Ooh. what you both do so much. Well, great. We should definitely have you on more, I suppose. Yeah. Woo. Daft Punk broke up. That says, uh, N Cable said that. You guys hear that? No. No. They didn't just break Sad. up. One of them exploded. Whoa. So they did a video where one of the dudes triggers to self-destruct and the other dude, he walks away and then explodes. Oh. And they're like, that's it. Daft Punk's over. <laughs> yeah. They're done. What's that animated movie they did? Definitely. And if you haven't seen it, you gotta see it. It's uh -huh. amazing. It's like an, an hour long. They had a movie. Yeah, it, they it's did like, a movie. It's all music, and it's like this animated. Uh, it's like Interstellar like twenty five, yeah. twenty five, or twenty two, twenty two, maybe. Tim, you gotta see it. It's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Hawk says it is so disheartening to have discussion with my woke lefty friends. It seems like I have to unpack ten concepts to get them to see my point of view. Even still, they don't get how damaging the woke ideology is in practice. Let's play a game. You're conservative, right? Mm. Yeah. Do you? How, how do you feel about universal healthcare? Okay, no, don't ask me these questions because I'm Australian. So no, no, this is this is great. This is this, this is why, one of the reasons. Okay, why but I don't fit. You. I don't fit neatly into the conservative. Okay, right, right, right. Yeah, I oscillate between libertarian and conservative. Okay, I don't think universal healthcare in the American sense is good, but I think that some. Oh, I've never said this publicly. Um, some oh. sense of uh, socialized healthcare is not a bad idea, in my opinion. Like the not Australians, a bad idea. The Australian system is good. So like. In my opinion, but also we have, you know, 14 times less the population size or 15 times less. But we have uh, affordable uh, private health insurance, which I have. But if I get really sick and I have to go to the hospital for whatever reason, it doesn't cost me an arm and a leg and I don't have to sell my kidney. I went to the hospital emergency room and it was an overnight stay in 2014 for a kidney stone. And the bill was, I think, what was it like $16,000? That sounds right. Six, like one, six, like zeros. Like yeah. And then when I when I called them and said it was actually right after I left device and before I started at Fusion, so I had a gap. Then they said, "Oh, oh, uh, it's forty five hundred. Uh -huh. It like dropped way down. Actually, no, no, I think I I can't remember. I talk, I've talked about this before. It may have dropped down to sixteen. I think it dropped down to sixteen. I think it was like forty or something thousand. I'm not sure. It was insanely high. Insane overnight stay, painkillers, drugs, cat scans, X rays, mm. trying to figure out what the problem was. Super expensive. Super intense. So I'm in favor of like basic coverage you break your arm you get your arm set you get the flu you get tamiflu you go to the hospital and make sure you don't die but you need some kind of private supplemental for more extreme and more expensive you know right issues. and like elective surgeries and things like that sure yes you know i i don't like um when people like chronic healthcare problems covering those because if someone eats crap and like refuses to stop eating sugar and they get really sick i'm not going to pay for that I refuse to pay for their idiocy. Like, there, it's up to you to take care of your own body. If they fall down and break their arm, I'm happy to cover it. What about someone who's, and this is not because I have a vested interest in this. I'm actually just curious. What about someone who's got an illness that is completely, has nothing to do with anything they've ever done in their life? Like they've a, been healthy and they just end up getting diabetes because they what if, got a virus. You ever see Total Recall? Yes. What if like that no. dude that's growing out of their chest, like huh. in Total Recall? 
Should yeah, I guess if it's not diet oriented, if it's something that they have no control over, then maybe, yeah, we should take care of it. But I that's think. a really good point. Uh, I'm just I, curious. You know, there, there, there's, there's an issue of America, a lot of sedentary people, a lot of out of shape, unhealthy individuals. 60% obesity in the mm-hmm. U.S.? Right. So Crazy. doing... That, that is a big problem. I'll, we'll be paying heavily for people having extreme... And, and then it will encourage them to not stop. That's the problem. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I guess it's because you don't want to pay... Well, I guess the thing here is you don't want to pay for other people's lifestyle choices, right? That's yeah, what it is. Definitely not. So that's why I think there's a, like a... I don't know if it's a libertarian argument, but it's one that's like, if you want to do drugs, good for your life. Like, you want to do the thing, cool. But in 20 years, when you have like... You're, you know, you've got no veins left and you've got nice, dead. exactly. You, you know, your, your heart is not working. Your body is shutting down. Don't expect me to pay for it. And I, we, I think that's not a bad idea. The, the reason I asked is that we have no discernible way to determine what is conservative or liberal. Right. There's, there's no, like Vosh came here and he said that I was far right. You're far right. He said I was far Get right. Out. I know he it's said- funny. <laughs> I'm like, I, I literally did a documentary on systemic and institutional racism have argued with Trump supporters about the existence of such things. Mm. And they're like, you're far right. I tweeted, uh, it was really funny. I tweeted, I actually like Jacobin, the magazine, mm-hmm. because they have an article. They actually have several defending free speech. And so I was like, hey, look, I don't have to agree with them on their politics and their economic values, but like they're standing up for the principle of free speech for the right reasons. And I respect them for doing it. People who are willing to, like, we can disagree on, poli- on policy and stuff. But if we agree on freedom and the, and the reason we need it, well, I, I'm good. Go for your, do your thing. And then someone responded, "It's you're a leftist. It makes sense. And I'm like, I love it. <laughs> to the conservatives, I'm a leftist. Like, ob, they're like, obviously. And then to the leftists, I'm far right. So it's just like. You're kind of politically homeless, aren't you? But you don't really fit neatly definitely. into. yeah <gasps> Centrist. Heavens. I don't know, though. Like, I don't know if centrist really exists today. I mean, because of the hyperpolarization, it doesn't. Yeah. Because I would, I would classify you as like center left. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I've always been center-left libertarian. But, See, uh, I've always thought that I'm center-right, and people are always like, why are you so far-right? Why are you so right-wing? And I'm like... What, if, what about you is, like, far-right? Nothing. Absolutely. Nothing. <laughs> but I get it well, all the time. White. What makes you center-right? What do you feel like? How do you... Because I think that I, even though people do... I, I try really hard to see things from... Even though I don't agree with the liberal perspective most of the time. Because I do... I am Australian. I've grown up in a country that's not, like, hard... Right. You know, it's it's, Australian conservatism is very different to American conservatism, in my humble opinion, because your conservatives are still pretty leftist, right? Yeah. I mean, like there's some there's some. So, for example, Australia is not a Christian. Well, some people are Christian in Australia, but for the most part, and some Aussies would disagree with me on this. A lot of Aussies are not Christian and they don't have any sort of religious bent or if they are Christian, they're not practicing. My grandma, who is a hardcore Catholic, once described Australia as a godless nation, which I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how wrong she is because a lot of people just don't have belief, which is fine. Whatever. Um, you know, a lot of Aussies are uh, pro choice. So that's another big thing. A, a lot of people would be like, oh, my God, can't believe it. But that's like a really common perspective to have is just to be like, yep, cool. I'm, I'm fine with this. I, I think it's very simple. Are you woke or anti-woke? I think that's a way better way of looking at things, honestly. And then yeah. it's really funny because... You get these progressives who thought it was better to prop up Joe Biden Mm -hmm. than Donald Trump because Biden was weak, I guess, and he might give them some of what they want. And my opinion was it was better to prop up Donald Trump because he was more disruptive to the establishment and was doing better for working class people than than Biden was. No new wars was a good thing. Not like Trump was perfect. And so it was like, is that the only real divide? Because on policy, I actually will like sit down with some of these like progressive channels and be like, oh, I agree. Yeah, I agree on that. Like we had destiny Mm -hmm. on the show and we agreed on a ton of stuff. 
And he, but he's actually super woke. So I, I think that defines it, I guess. I guess, I guess the thing is to be on the left, you have to never challenge the left, which is why leftists won't come on the show. They're scared. And I'm not saying it to be mean or get a rise out of them. They genuinely are like, I will get attacked by the left. I'm willing to call them out and say, not nah, these people are nuts. They aren't because they don't want to attack. They don't want to risk their bread and butter. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess that, that I think that's why I'm happy to be on this side of things, you know. Like yeah, people actually are open to it. Yeah, freedom. Funny about that. There you like go. Collectivism there you go. versus individualism. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is that, that's yep. a good way Thinking of for yourself. Very important. All right, let's read some more. We got Larry Rego says, I just want you to say my name. I'm drunk, drunk and barbecuing. Keep up the good work, my man. Will do. That was awesome. <laughs> Daniel Welch says, can't wait for the members only section where Sydney can do us Aussies proud by showing... We are the most foul-mouthed country on earth. It's going to be great, isn't it? I'm excited. In about, uh, oh man, we actually went way too long on the Super Chats. I got to read some more. Student of History says, idea for a new law, the reaffirmation of the supremacy of the Constitution and amendments across the U.S. with fatty fines for and government group or persons violating these laws. And yes, Tim Cast crew, government stomps your rights and people say yes, daddy. Yep. See, I told you it's a thing. It's definitely a thing. DJ Medeiros says Genghis Khan. Is it it's Genghis Khan? Genghis. Genghis. Genghis Khan and the Mongol Empire exterminated 11% of the world's existing population at the time of their empire. Yikes, man. He killed too many people. Jeez. Hmm. But he let them keep their religions. There you go. <laughs> he left them alive. <laughs> yes. The- Daniel Irving says, Tim, please hire Sydney if she's willing. Been watching her channel for a couple of years. She's a perfect fit for TimCast so IRL. Great. They Love want him. you to stay on the show. There you go, Tim. Hot commodity. <laughs> Hot commodity right here. <laughs> NJB Football says, hey, Tim, this is my first Super Chat. If you want to mimic a New Zealand accent, listen to clone troopers in the Star Wars episodes two and three. I know they say teakst. Yeah. Yeah, when you send someone a teakst. Really? So like your e, e sounds, you have to say sucks for six. So they say sucks. Oh, sucks. Yep. Sucks. D sucks is 66. Can you do a New Zealand accent? I cannot because I don't. Deekst. I don't sound like I have a mouthful of sand. So <laughs> is, that, is that what you say? Is that what that sound? <laughs> now, I, I, I apologize to the Kiwis, but I uh, the, the, the hardcore Kiwi accent, I'm like, ugh. Mary accent's kind of cool. Though. Is that where Kiwis are from? Kiwi fruits? The birds? No, they're from China. Oh, Kiwi no, they're, birds they're, are they're from, from New Zealand. Zealand. They're from New Zealand. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 Because very, they look like very humans. cute. They're they very are. cute. The civic oh. nationalist says the queen is the head of state of all members of the Commonwealth. She has the power to dissolve parliament. Please read more about the monarchy if you are going to criticize my country. Get someone who actually does know this stuff on if you do want to talk about monarchy. How dare you insult the queen? I would love to have a monarchist. People love on the queen. The show. Yeah. Just well, someone that knows everything about it. Yeah. Not I mean, a monarchist, maybe a monarchy expert. Like yeah, a monarchist yeah. is different. Like right. pro monarchy. Yeah, I don't really care where their pro or con lies. I just want the knowledge. You know the the art. The, 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 I, I had a conversation with some lefties a long time ago where I said that authoritarianism is more efficient than collectivism, and they disagreed. And I was like, "Listen, I didn't say it was good. I said True. that when the Soviets snapped their fingers to build something, it was built not well, though. Poorly. Efficient doesn't mean I, I'm, I'm not saying it was going to work. I'm saying that they could say, "Go do this now.'" In a free system, in a free market system, guiding, you know, trying to get something done is often very difficult. Incentives, tax incentives, weird regulation. It ends up becoming just some kind of command economy. Mm-hmm. We have a whole bunch of super chats from everybody saying that, uh, you know, Sydney is great. Glad to see her on the show. So I'm just yes. going to skip over all these ones and uh, jump down. I just do a couple more. Well, I collectively love all the people who said nice things. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Mickey Stone says, Victorian here. 
$5,000 fines aren't worth going further than five kilometers away from your home. Our police force is the bigger issue. They just do whatever the government says. Mm-hmm. Also, everyone in the suburbs hates Melbourne City and inner suburb folk. Yeah, true? it's so true. No, it is so true. I so I grew up um, in one of the last suburbs like of Melbourne before it becomes Victoria. And yeah, like people are just anti the city folk because they just aren't there. It's just different. It's different. I'm not I'm not going to say anything negative about them, but it's just different. But the police, yes, they act like attack dogs for the Victorian government. And it is revolting. Totally revolting. You want to talk about police brutality? Like we should when you can swear. In the bonus segment yes. over at TimCast.com, <laughs> we have a question for Luke from Drew P. Wiener. Is InfoWars Alex Jones owned by Time Warner and Ted Turner? What do you make of the video of a cop asking an InfoWars employee who he works for? Um, I haven't seen that video. Send it to me. Luke, we are change. I don't think, uh, you know, AJ works for Ted Turner or CNN. Uh, there was a lot of negative things said about Ted Turner and CNN by Alex Jones. So uh, I, I haven't seen it. But if you have any evidence... What is what was his name again? P Wiener. P Wiener. P Wiener. Uh, Droopy Wiener. <laughs> if you have some evidence, I would love to see it. Uh, Luke, we are changed Twitter. I feel like I'm on the Simpsons. Brandon McGregor <laughs> says not all Aussies are happy with other Aussies being like okay, daddy government. But then again, I'm an Aussie that is not a descendant of convicts, so maybe that has something to do with it. Also, great to see Sydney here. Oh yeah, I totally acknowledge that. That's why I want to make the point. Some Aussies are like, daddy, yay, mm, government. Mm. But a lot of them think like I do. And they're based and I love them. Because they're, they are criminals? Yeah, because, uh, well, apparently our friend here is not a crim. So. Uh, a crim? Is that what you guys say? <laughs> yeah. Do you guys like, you, you like find out this guy you've been dating is actually a crim? And you're like, oh no. You yeah. know, secret tribes of the descendants of the Commonwealth? Yeah, we're all separated out into our little segregation Gosh, groups. You got us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Grant Thompson says, slave comes from the French word esclave of the same term. Esclave comes from the Latin word esclava, which is the Latin word for that term, as well as the Latin word for Slav. Slavs were the predominant slaves of Europe. Oh. Interesting. Where's my reparations? Nova Nova Zero says, hey, Sydney, you want to start saying yeah, nah, to see, to these, see uh, your new mates? (laughs) Yeah, nah. Um, That's actually a thing. We do say that. Yeah, nah. For yeah. Kevin Sear says, Ian, you get my very first super chat. Sometimes when you open your mouth, it's like nails on a chalkboard. But dang, dang it. I love that shirt. Reminds me of David Tennant's uh, David Tennant's doctor on Doctor Who. You keep being you. I'd love I'd love to get like one of those uh, time warp machine things. Did that burn your ears, dude? <laughs> Wait, what was that guy's name? Thanks for the super chat, by the way. Man. Know, that was nice of him. Cyan Davies says, my other super chat didn't seem to go through properly, but I was saying that Australia isn't the weak-minded country of weak individuals many are saying. Most of us just want to be left alone to do what we want. Yeah. That's what everybody kind of wants. But when you do that, the bad people take over. Yeah, that's true. Patriot American says, Tim, are you planning on having Kyle Kashiv on the show anytime soon? Also, Sydney, love you and your videos. Um, No, but we could, definitely. Kyle's cool. Would love to have him on the show. That'd be great. Talk about guns and other stuff. Uh, let's see. Let's maybe do uh, one more. Mad Russian says, Sydney, why do you call yourself a vampire lord? <laughs> okay. Oh so back in the day, probably about probably about a decade ago, I used to make videos, music videos, where I'd like play, play piano and sing because that's the thing that I used to do. And uh, a couple of people found the channel that I have that is still up on YouTube, I think, that has two videos on it. And they were like, oh, you haven't aged 
in 10 years. So you must be a vampire. And I was like, yep, definitely a vampire. I can't remember where the Lord thing came from. It's just when people say stupid things to me that I just, I'm like, well, cool guys, here's my new name. Well, it just means you're in charge of the vampires. Exactly. I am the vampire Lord. I mean, like, that's, that's, it's your widow's peak. Yeah, exactly. All right. It's it's a hardcore one too. Let's see. C4 My Burgers Workshop. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. Says, I'm a Kiwi and we don't speak like that. And you're (laughs) blaspheming. Deekst. Uh, I interviewed that guy Gareth Morgan and his wife because they rode their motorcycles through North and South Korea. So cool. Yeah, it's crazy stuff. Cool story. Uh, Anyway, my friends, smash that like button. And if you haven't already, go to TimCast.com, become a member, because we're going to have a profanity-laden segment (laughs) with uh, Sydney coming up in about an hour or so, where we'll continue the conversation. And you can follow me on... It, you can follow me on Instagram, Parlor and Minds, and I, I guess Twitter. I will, you know, I hate promoting these big platforms, but that's the reality. At TimCast, my other YouTube channels are youtube.com slash TimCast, youtube.com slash TimCast News. This show is live Monday to Friday, 8 p.m. So if you're listening on the podcast platform or whatever, leave us a good comment. Give us all the stars, all of them, five, whatever, how many they tell you to give. Give us a thumbs up, subscribe, share the notification bell. Share this uh, podcast with your friends because it's the best way to actually promote it. We really appreciate it. You want to shout out anything, Sydney? Oh, no. Just, you know what? Uh, because YouTube has started uh, age restricting and deleting my content. I'm Have sure they really? That, yeah. It's, wow. it's It's really upsetting. I wake up to like, this is age restricted. This I'm like, okay, cool. This is great. Wow. Um, got, we got my first uh, warning and all that sort of stuff happening. So it's, it's a good time. Welcome to the club. Yeah. I feel like I'm part of a really like a really small, cool group of people now. No, but um, <laughs> my biggest thing at the moment is because I don't know how long my channel is going to be around. Uh, if you do want to go and follow my channel, people are welcome to obviously at Sydney Watson. It's very all straightforward. But my website, I would love people to go and subscribe to my email list because then I can send them cute emails about things I'm doing. Oh, there you go. There you go. Right on. I'm just, yeah, I'm like you. I like, I don't want to promote like the big social medias because it's like, they're just, they just hate us. And yeah. Uh, yeah. you never know how long you're going to be around for before they're just like, yep, that's it. Get out. So that's exactly what I've been doing. Also on wearechange.org, top right hand corner, you could put in your email and you could guarantee my safety. From, of course, the big tech oligarchs that, of course, uh, we haven't been having the best of relationship as of with for a very long time. Also, the shirt I'm wearing right now says <laughs> you had it. me at F the system. <laughs> if you like it and you want it, you could get it on the best political shirts dot com. The best political shirts dot com. Thanks again for having me. You can also follow me at uh, iancrossland.net. Follow my social medias. And if you'd like to pick up a mug or some other piece of merchandise like okay. this one that says free the code. Love it. Something I want to do in the future, free some software code from these big tech organizations to uh, dispense with this monopolistic force. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for following, Sydney. Thanks for being here. And leave a comment on this video if you liked it, because it's about to go up on YouTube where you can comment. Yes, indeed. And I am Sour Patch Lids on Twitter. I am Sour Patch Lids also on Minds. Real Sour Patch Lids on Instagram. That is where you can watch my little post-show chats. I go home and I make tea and I talk about the things that I think about. And I think about a lot of philosophy. So if you're interested in that kind of thing, follow me over there on my Instagram, Real Sour Patch Lids. We get one last super chat because this one just came in. <laughs> Michael Holder says, check out the latest Vosh Destiny debate. Lots of crazy to dig through, but the main takeaway is that Vosh is not only... Vosh not only literally doesn't have principles, but believes no one has principles. Dude's legit nuts. Destiny looked like the Pope in comparison. With that being said, let's uh, let's jump to the TimCast.com members only bonus segment coming up in hopefully just about an hour or so. Go to TimCast.com and we will see you all there. Thanks for hanging out.